uh, they could have messaged her privately and said, hey, I disagree with this, you know, consider other people, whatever. They could have had a conversation, but they didn't do that. No, it's a moral self-license. Yes. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth, the show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Hey, welcome back to the David Allen Show. Uh, after many moons uh, and a brush with death, we are back at it again. Uh, my, not my brush with death, necessarily. I had uh, but a waltz <laughs> with the Grim Reaper, <laughs> and yet he tried to seduce me to the other side, but I wouldn't go. And here we the are. The only thing that kept me back was this podcast. <clears throat> David, you're with us again. And the alive. <laughs> alive and well, you're back with the show. Welcome. I'm alive. Ooh, ooh, not well. Do I'm, tell. No, no, I'm just. But that I, has nothing to pretty, do with yeah, that. That has Rona. nothing to do with Rona. <laughs> and shockingly, with us again, uh, Jay is here. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. In studio. After a long time, Thanks it's been a long me. time since you've been here. I was a guest. Yeah, here. I was a guest by audio. A few uh, yeah, weeks that doesn't ago. count. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, doesn't. over the phone. That was the best audio we could have ever dreamed of. Was it pretty good? Hey, it sounded so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it actually was wasn't trying. too bad. I think I put like a hundred miles on my car while or while, on the moving during, van yeah. while I was on podcast. Yep, uh, hands free, of course. So don't worry about that. Yes. <laughs> uh, t- today there's a lot going on. It is November first, two thousand twenty. Which, probably as we get into the future and we look backward, we will all go, yeah, that really didn't happen. November 1st didn't happen? No, the 2020. Is that a leap year? We're going to erase that. Hey, if we're getting rid of statues. Here's one. A statue? Today was an extra hour of 2020. That's right. Mm. Well, it was net because earlier. Yeah, but when it switched before, we were all mad anyway. We weren't. Quite wrapped up. You, on the other hand, were ready and aware of this problem. He had um, already stockpiled the toilet paper. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the N95s. You stole yeah. those N95 masks from the Ten heroes. Years ago. From the heroes. Yeah. You, who needed them most. Yeah. You stole them. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I I did. The heroes. Is that not who is that not what they are? <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, so Joe Biden is trying desperately to to uh, convince America to elect him, or does he know which no, election? I'm going to disagree with that for? right off the bat. Barack Obama is trying desperately to convince America to vote for Joe Biden. Joe Biden is trying to thank Barack Obama <laughs> right. for his service. Right. That, that is so true. And Joe yes. Biden is trying to get us to not vote for George Bush again. <laughs> or, or George Lopez. Well, <laughs> we don't know. Either it could one. Could be one or the other. <laughs> Although George Lopez could be, he, he, that could be he fun. would be funny. It could be fun. Mm-hmm. He's uh, see. What do you guys think about comedians getting political? I hate it. I I absolutely hate it. I, unless unless it's satirical. Well, yeah, and <clears throat> equal opportunity. I yeah, hate the if whole. It's neutral. I hate the whole. Uh, Orange man bad. Yeah, orange man bad. It's an existential threat to democracy. You know. that, does, does that? that was an impressive white person voice. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was pretty <laughs> good. Well, like Chappelle, Chappelle got super political in one of his stand-ups not that long ago. 
Yeah. I I mean I Yeah, but but he had a pretty good position. It was he like He did have a good position. His, his stuff was was more um uh based on the reality of the the black race, black culture and what everything else has to do with it. As much as it, it wasn't about Republicans are horrible or Democrats are horrible or him, Democrats are awesome. Do you think Jim Carrey's one side in? I think he does Joe Biden really well. He does. He does, but he is fairly one side. <laughs> of course he is. They all they all are. Uh, he does Joe Biden well, and lately I don't hate Alec uh, Baldwin's. The uh, is that his name? Im- Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. His, the impersonation. His yeah, his Trump. Yeah, the impersonation. You, it, it is pretty good. It, it it does almost rival Tina Fey's Sarah, Sarah Palin. Palin. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's so, pretty good. Okay, who do you think they're going to get to play Christy Noem? Because you know that's next. That's got to come. Well, but why? Why does it have to? Well, there, and uh, why does it have to be on a regular basis? Now, she if she was running for um, a major political office, you know, ah, that's a good point. Because it's going to be old news pretty soon. Yeah. I In my it. opinion. Well, I I started following on the uh, face bag. <clears throat> I'm going to go find it. Um. Because I interviewed a Democrat Senate candidate a month or so ago. Which, I got to say, was an amazing interview. Why? Um, because I felt that you did an extremely good job of of being neutral as a media person. Um, you, you did a good job of getting him to answer questions very directly mm-hmm. without tipping your hand of what direction. But you, you forced some intellectual answers to come forward. I didn't hate some of his answers as I much agree. as I think he's living in a pipe dream. I no, I agree with that. Because I, I think in that I asked him um, how he's going to stand up to Chuck Schumer mm-hmm. as, as the new young buck on, on campus. You're going to stand, you're really going to go against the established Democrat majority? He didn't really fully answer that question, though. Well, his uh, answer uh, was kind of pipe yeah, dream. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, look what I did. And, and then, of course, I happened to interview um, a local politician who worked with him. And so later, a couple of days after that, and so I asked him off the record, uh, or sorry, off the I air. I don't think I heard that interview. Because uh, I talked about it off the air. Okay. Um, I, I asked him, you know, what was it like working in that with, with him? And it was a big old eye roll. Like, oh. oh, brother, Dan's around. So, I don't know. But I started following a page called um, <clears throat> Stupid Stuff. Brought to you by Christy Noem. This is a Facebook group. Now, I thought it would be interesting. Stupid stuff brought to you. Now, <clears throat> is this st- stupid stuff she said? It is not Christy Noem's page. Yeah, please, I know. Please but be aware of that. No, no, I know. But is it is it comments she said or things that she's done that they think is stupid? Brought to you by her. So he- here's an example. Yesterday. Someone posted an article by the Argus Leader, which is a big newspaper in Sioux Falls. Uh, South Dakota, that is, for those that don't know. They have pirates in South Dakota. (laughs) Argus. The headline is, everything's out of stock. Quotes. And ammunition flies off shelves ahead of election. The comment by the poster says, I have a bad feeling about this. So the implication is Christy Noem is causing people to stock up on ammunition. How is that, how is that on her page? Don't ask this question. It's not on her page. This is 
this is in the group called Stupid Stuff Brought to That's You by. That's my point. How how does that get attributed to her? Because this is a this is a problem. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Because your point is, uh, doesn't matter what she says. They're gonna, you know, take it. <clears throat> so, uh, y- 21 hours ago, since yesterday happened to be Halloween, the day everyone, every little kid dresses up and goes get candy. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor. Dressed up as Which Roosevelt, uh, South Dakota governor, oh. Governor Christy Nome, the new Sarah Palin, according <laughs> to them, uh, dressed up as Roosevelt because she's pretty. Because he <laughs> is that why she's he, uh, she had a mustache. So um, uh, and her husband was Abraham Lincoln, as and the, so their family was. The oh, I, I get it. They are going to critique that. Uh huh. Yeah. Hello. Ding, ding, ding. Shut up. Uh, they, public service announcement. They're going to cr- critique it because it was Lincoln, a same sex marriage Lincoln, of two presidents in different and, decades. Would no, you Lincoln let, and Roosevelt would you let me finish. weren't alive at the same time, weren't presidents at the same time, and so they're going to critique it? Anyways. Um, so there's this live stream video that Governor Christine Ohm, blue checkmark page on Facebook, posted of little kids coming up to greet the governor and get candy. Well, the poster in the stupid stuff brought to you by Christy Nome page said, best part of this video is when the little doctors come up and next is a big COVID-19 and they quit the live. Ha, how fitting. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> um, I really don't get it. Yeah. I, that, that, some, I'm missing something. Maybe that's one of those things you have to see it. Then they post a... Uh, uh, a link from Kelloland, which is the big TV station. Um, the headline, Tracking Governor Nome on the Trump Campaign Trail. And then the commenter says, Oh, poor Christy, being mercilessly attacked by her own state's media. <laughs> so she apparently is whining. Um, and then here's one from eight hours ago. South Dakota surges past 14,000 active infections. News break. Dun, da, da. Wah, wah. Yep. Mandates are needed along with a shutdown and a governor. <laughs> so, um, what's so, the, what, so I know the infection rate is up. But it's, is it's it? Up is it place. up? I don't know. See, I okay, don't know if it's so up. They're, so they're reporting the infection rate is up. But, but the death rate is like way low. We don't care about it. It's not state. about dying. It's about, are you in the hospital? Or no, can we claim you're in the hospital for this? And uh, have you received a positive test? Mm-hmm. And if that's up, then holy crap, we are all going to die. You know, I got, uh, I went to the VA to get tested. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half later, they came back with a test. It was positive. And then a... They had results that fast? Yeah, through the VA. And... <laughs> They had, they're just pulling them out of a hat, apparently. And you're positive. Is this Oprah? And you're positive. Well, and I mean, they, positive. they have a lab there and everything. So, <clears throat> do they have a test that does it that fast? Yeah, yeah I didn't it, know that. Is it is it an antigen test? Is what it is? The quick? I, I didn't know. No, that. no, it was up the nose <laughs> test. Um, like where they touch the back of your brain? Test? Yeah, yeah. I, but is the, yes, isn't that that is a test that they had? Isn't that only used for a PCR test? I have no idea. What's PCR? Uh, Poly- polymer mm-hmm. can, uh, can, can something chain something reaction. Chain reaction. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, but anyways, so after <clears throat> I tested positive, they had a nurse contact me, 
and they gave me a number that I had to call every day to tell, uh, gave them my uh, temperature. What would happen if you had not done this? What would they have done to you? I'm going to explain that. So they have a bunch of ants. No, I have to call in every day. They'd ask me on an automated machine to to give answers, yes or no, and then also uh, what temperature it was and if I wanted to call back from a nurse. Like outside temperature? uh, yeah, it's 32 and Well, uh, you know, maybe on my forehead outside. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but if I did not call in, they would attempt to call me three times. If and I then didn't send answer, the police? If I didn't answer, they would call my wife. And my wife didn't answer, they call the police and have the police come and do a wellness check. For real. So, For the, real. so the assumption is if you don't open the door, they will break <clears throat> it down. No, I think the assumption is that they wanted to make sure that you're not dead or something. Wow. That's very invasive. No kidding. Well, no, now. Um, okay, so what made you do it? I'm get- Was it the threat? No, 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 no. See, here, here's the thing. I'm taking this way different than you guys are taking this. Okay, hold on a you second. You guys though. are taking this. Big Brother's going to kick down the door. Hello? But but I want to know, did you volunteer that? Could you have opted out of that? Yeah, I wouldn't have had to do it. Oh, okay. Well, or else what? You should have Nothing. led with that. You should have led with, well, wait, I opted into welfare checks. No, no. Because that's totally different than this is what they made me do. Like, I opted did I in. S- I don't think I said I. they made me do We're gonna it. We're going to play the tape back, and he's going <laughs> to alter it to say that. Okay. I think it was more the assumption. No, my point in saying all of this Mm -hmm. is that I was surprised at the way the VA actually went forward with this. Because you you get the impression that they don't care at all. Oh, so so you're claiming that they were showing extra care toward you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm. That's a nice uh, nice pipe dream you're living in. Well, um, I didn't have to do it, for one. Oh, okay, so was it like an opt-in option? You said, yeah, if you would like, we'll check up on you? In. Yes. Mm. That's different. That's, that, why that's I said totally different. Led, Absolutely. So, <laughs> yes. The nurse initially called back about it, uh-huh. talked about it, talked about d- different symptoms and stuff like that, and asked if I wanted this to be done to make sure that... I'm not getting worse. So that they would check it every single day. Or was it like, you know, <clears throat> wouldn't you like us to call? To happen yeah. to you. <laughs> wouldn't it be better if you had us call, or you called in every day? If hmm? if I was you, I'd call in every day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. That is really interesting the way you took that compared to <laughs> What I was thinking. That well, that was interesting. Let me set this up. I, I think that the way in which you began the story yep. was I got tested at the VA, and because I got tested at the VA, then what they did is called me every day and asked for my temperature. No, no, no. I said that I call. I would call in every day. You know what? He said, he said, <laughs> It, it was somewhat misleading, but we clearly uh, distrust the government, and you don't, and well, we don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I definitely distrust the government as well, but 
I did appreciate it. Um, like I I I started posting stuff on Facebook mm-hmm. on you know my temperature and how I was doing and whatnot, simply because <clears throat> it's one thing to talk about COVID and it's it's stupid or whatever, and then. Uh, when you test positive and you have a temperature and stuff like that, and all you hear are the horror stories, and you can say, yeah, it's probably not as bad. But if you haven't talked to somebody or if you don't know somebody who's gone through it, mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a totally different story. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, it, was, it, it, it wasn't a bad thing because I, I never felt, like I was a required to do anything mm-hmm. at all. I could have just, if they called back and said that I was positive, uh, I wanted to go through because I was able to get, you know, short-term disability at work. And, you know, I wouldn't, I couldn't go into work for two weeks. Um, <clears throat> oh, that's a bummer. Here, get now, paid, why, stay home. Why short-term disability versus the COVID sick pay? Um. Because with the COVID sick pay, supposedly... His, his fake positive would have had to have been proven. With our, at where we're at, you had to use up your vacation in order to get the COVID unemployment sick pay thing. That goes against the federal policy, though. The federal policy is if you're out because of a COVID-related incident, you get up to 80 hours of COVID sick pay full-time unless you are caring for a dependent, then it's two-thirds sick time. So is that in Minnesota? That's federal. It's not Minnesota. That's that's being backed well, by, by the Federal Cares Act. Okay, well, I'll have to check into that. Um, <clears throat> I'll definitely have to check into that. Because my actually, wife but, but that, but that runs through that runs through the employer. Not, he doesn't do that himself, correct? Well, the right. The, so what would happen is the employer would be paying out his sick time and then they get reimbursed. I know what the issue was. The issue, that's for uh, uh, companies under a certain size. It's not for above a certain size. There's a size requirement for it because my wife went and talked to him about it and it was because, and I know uh, where I worked at, uh, they mentioned that as well. So it got extended to local governments. Uh Uh-huh. Which are ginormous, but it didn't get extended yeah, to private businesses over a certain size. Yeah, something like that. Really? Okay. Interesting. Because <clears throat> we're starting to run into kind of a, a little bit of a different problem where by following CDC guidelines, um, our HR department is starting to run into this challenge where if somebody comes into work and displays symptoms, we are required to send them home and if they are displaying symptoms and they're sent home because of those symptoms then they're required to show a negative test to come back or required to stay out for two weeks so it it's becoming a it, it's kind of becoming a mess so people they're, are actually i mean they're they're actually maxing out their covid sick time early yeah, yeah, because that was a question I always had. And I know uh, the preschool at, in uh, the town where we, you know. Yeah. Um, if you're a preschool child and preschool? you come 
preschool preschool if if you're if you go to preschool at the school okay so you're three four five years old and you have a runny nose you have to go home and quarantine for two weeks a three or four year old with a runny nose because that's strange and yeah because when they get teeth they never ever have any other symptoms yeah yeah well and we're you know i mean we're having issues where uh, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. People just mm. come in, they get sent home because they're symptomatic, which who isn't symptomatic in October, November at this time of anything. So mm-hmm. I will give you a summary of my COVID journey. Ooh, okay. I, <clears throat> uh, I was having these back and forth emails with the HR at work mm-hmm. because- Pre-test or post-test? Pre-test. Okay. Uh, because a bunch of people got sick, some in my department, and rather than the HR telling us who got sick. Which they can't because of a HIPAA violation. Is that true? Yes. R- prove that. Yeah, that's that's HIPAA violation. You can't tell. I, I can't go to work and tell people as a coworker that so-and-so is sick. Why that, not? Because that's yeah. that's, that's a violation under the... I don't the, think so. I don't think so. Because I know like school districts are exempt from HIPAA. HIPAA applies for uh, insurance companies. Mm-hmm. For now, hosp- medical... Hosp- yeah, medical people cannot give Insurance companies out. are companies that right. deal with health insurance who do the actual are uh, c- in control of the health insurance. It also applies to human resource departments. Yeah, I don't think so. No, not for a private business. Because this is this is a thing. This is a thing. I, I, uh, I went on to look it up, and um, okay, yeah, you have a bunch of arcane language, um, but there was uh, one of the websites that deals with HIPAA information, and they said uh, that it shouldn't apply to regular businesses. It HIPAA, does. Uh, according to uh, the Ogletree, anyway, it's a website. Hip, uh, HIPAA generally does not apply to employers. It is a common misconception that the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act applies to employee health information. In fact, HIPAA generally does not apply to employee health information maintained by an employer. HIPAA applies only to, quote, covered entities, which are defined as one, Health plans, two, healthcare clearinghouses, and three, healthcare providers that electronically transmit certain health information and certain business associates of covered entities. If an employer does not fall into one of those categories, HIPAA does not apply to it at all. Indeed, even if an employer is a covered entity, HIPAA still does not apply to health information contained, quote, in employment records held by a covered entity in its role as an employer. So even for those employers, although HIPAA may apply to health information they acquire in their capacities as covered entities, it does not apply to health information they acquire in their roles as employers. So so anyways, I was going back and forth about it. First part I was going back and forth is uh, why can't you uh, control people by doing uh, a temperature check when they come in? And the first thing they said 
Well, HIPAA doesn't allow that. And I they said HIPAA doesn't allow them to take your temperature. Yes. Ooh. Uh, well, no. The their corporate attorney said HIPAA doesn't allow that. <clears throat> anyway, so I sent back a, a response, and then they said with a uh, heading as liar. <laughs> so the, and then they said um, I mentioned that you have these people that are sick in my department, mm-hmm. and rather than telling us, the CEO sent out. A, a massive email to everybody telling the number of people in certain departments that that got sick, but nobody notified me. Mm-hmm. However, in the same place, um, they they will allow other information. So, anyways, <clears throat> I I had this back and forth going. So going your on. issue was. You were potentially put at risk by other people, and the and the employer was not feeling like they had any business telling you about it. Yes. Now I understand if they said, I to, I would totally understand if they said, well, it is our policy. We do not want to tell people about. Uh, we don't want to give out any information, mm-hmm. any health information. Um, I understand that if that's the corporate policy. But what disturbed me was they were using HIPAA mm. for things um, because, like, about the, uh, the the temperature, I went on right away, and I found in um, one of the uh, um, the EEOC said uh, that they gave guidance that said that it was perfectly acceptable to do it. Yeah. And well, if someone has a contagious <clears throat> disease in the workplace, it's the responsibility of yeah. the employer to let the other employees well, know, it, isn't and, it? Yeah, and so this is what they've been told on high mm. to tell people. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, Shut up, slave. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, but after me sending all these emails back and forth, I didn't want to be the idiot that gets <laughs> sick and comes in and uh-huh. gets everybody else sick. Um, because in, in March... I got influenza because an idiot at work came in sick who got like eight people sick with influenza. So what in the world goes on at that place? That people are getting each other sick. You guys really lot close of to each other? A lot, lot of hugging. A lot of hugging. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I start work on Wednesday. Tuesday, I, I got a runny nose. I'm starting to get congested. I have a little bit of a fever. Now, just just for those listening, this is not this last Wednesday. This is weeks back. Yeah, this would have been like the 28th or 29th on that Tuesday. Of September. So, yeah, of September. So I uh, I contacted the VA to talk to a nurse. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I got these symptoms. I'm a little worried. I probably got uh, exposed at work. They gave me an appointment the next day to come in and get tested. So I went to the VA the next day. They have a thing that you come on on the grounds they'll they'll uh they have this whole system in place. Um you can't just go into the building. You have to get a certain card or whatever and you have to go in. If you go to one place, you, I, it's very uh uh I mean they do a really good job of of trying to trying to uh, not allow just anybody in there. So I told him I was going to go get tested, so I went to this one tent, you know, and it was like out of contagion, you know. 
<laughs> you know, and so they gave me a card to go to this other tent. So I went to this other tent, and uh, um, they brought me in. They took my temperature. They swabbed my nose. They uh, and uh, doctor came in, listened to my lungs, told me to go home. An hour, hour and a half later, they said I was positive. So I contacted work. And that would have been on a Wednesday. Did they mean optimistic when they said you were positive? Did they mean you were like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that sounds well, just like David. Maybe. You were a motiva- like motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah. So that night, I think my temp was the highest that night. It was like 102 that afternoon or so. And then that night, I had my only bout of that, uh, the the shakes that you get when you have a fever. Oh, fever yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I I had a nice hot bath, and it kind of took away the shakes. And See, the I next had that day, when I had malaria, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so after that, for about the first four or five days, all I had was really bad congestion, low-grade low fever, um, and I felt like I had a sunburn over my entire body, a bad sunburn over my entire body. What does that mean? And muscle. You know how... Um, so it's super sensitive. I know so you're feels Latino, so you might not know what it's <laughs> oh like. Gosh. But um, if you've <laughs> ever had a sunburn, defined as being out in the sun too long, okay. um, and when it gets really red, coincidentally enough, it hurts. And um, like if you were to, You're if such you a have, jack wagon. <laughs> and you know, on your arm, like when you bend your arm, you can feel uh, when you uh, you can feel the crease. It hurts. Um, so at, you know, over my entire body, it felt like this horrible sunburn. Um, I had really bad muscle aches and pains. Um, <clears throat> and then after about day four or five. I still had bad congestion, but then um, my smell and taste went away. Well, you smelled, but you couldn't, you didn't have a well, sense I of couldn't smell. Tell. You just didn't know, yeah. so it was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fine. You know, <clears throat> you just saw yourself. What's the point? Getting up. Um, I don't know. Um, so that continued on until pro- for probably about a week and a half. And pretty much everything went away except uh, the lack of taste and smell. And I still can't really smell anything. And I can kind of taste. We (laughs) can. And I can kind of taste a little bit. So. Okay. And my wife got it. She had fever for probably a week you know, over 100 and 101. Then it went away for two or three days, and then it rebounded for another three or four days. And a lot of body pain, uh, tiredness, weakness, and that lasted a good two weeks. Um, and my son also had it. He had a fever for a couple days, and then it went away, and he was fine. Yeah, my daughter had it, and her... Her symptoms were fairly mild, she, but her biggest symptom was just being tired. Yeah. She was just really tired for a yeah. few days. And that turned out to be normal. 
<laughs> All right, enough of that. I mean, we're glad you're not dead, but I mean, really, are you? Do we care that no, much? No, no, no. I mean, I, I do remember calling you to give you my condolences and to let you know that I have appreciated uh, working on this show for the last four years with you, and that we would miss you. <clears throat> And really, he, I, that, I must. I must admit, I was probably in a. You lost your sense of hearing. <laughs> yeah, and my hearing, too. and my phone stopped working. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Joe Biden. <laughs> Who? Joe Biden, the hairy legs guy. I got hairy legs. He has hairy legs. What? <laughs> That's what he said. So you know, he's on this drive-in campaign tour. So they're doing all these drive-in campaigns, stops, campaign stops. So they don't allow people, 250 people max, but you're in your car. So it's basically in a parking lot. Okay. And then they honk. Um, well, what cracks me up is they've got this stage and it's raining. This is a video from an hour ago today in Philadelphia. Wait a second. I thought Joe, Joe was, he claims to be from Scranton all the time. I'm from Scranton. I remember back, he left when he was seven. He's never been back since he was seven. The guy's 74, 70, how old is he? Old. <laughs> so, he, he doesn't remember Scranton. What a joke. Well, he doesn't really remember Much. Delaware <laughs> or Vermont right, right. or- He doesn't but, remember it, the president. Yeah. But what cracks me up, and the viewers that are happen to be watching on the, the live here, I, I can't show you guys in the room because you're- um, yeah. Um, but they have this little girl that runs on stage. Uh, that's probably mean. A staffer, a female staffer, apparently. Okay, because I was thinking like a <laughs> six-year-old, and all of a sudden I had this very <laughs> yeah. different image of what the campaign <laughs> Well, it's Joe Biden. <laughs> is it Joe or is it Hunter? I just... Oh, man. <sighs> We're going to get banned here in a minute. Say um, no to Creepy Joe. But... Yeah, why, the, uh, why Millbank, their podcast so, network, they, is done. brutal. Boo. Um, between speakers, apparently, this little girl rushes up. You quit little, calling her sorry. a little girl. This young this, lady? This she is young, a young lady this staffer. staffer. I'm going to say staffer. Drop the gender, period. This staffer runs up on stage. Now, keep in mind, this is outside. Okay. Outside in the wind, and there's the stage is wet, so it must have been raining. Did she fall? Outside. Outside. There's a podium. So is it outside? It was outside. And uh, <clears throat> she runs up and scrubs the, the podium with, with uh, a wipe. I assume Clorox. And the microphones have uh, windscreen, similar to what your mics have. Yeah. And she takes the little scrubby rag. And does a little on the front of that windscreen. I'm sorry. Clorox does not work unless it can sit wet on the surface for 10 or 20 seconds. Right. Now, they have said that bleach yeah, will... It's not instant. It's within... It's with Outside. Outside in the wind. She does this. And that's the... I'm sorry. That's all for show. Are you really sorry? No, it's for show. It's it's crap. All they're doing is what can we do to make Clorox. people think? It's, well, it's Clorox crap. It's theatrics. It's, it's theatrics is exactly what it is. Yes, but isn't that what matters on that side? 
It's, well, yeah. it's for oh, show. No, it is. You're right. But it drives me crazy because it doesn't mean anything. It's not doing a thing. It's all for looks. And I, what the I implication want, is, I just is wa- that the Democrat voter is so stupid that they have to be told which foot to use first when they walk. They have to be told how to pick up a fork and what to put in their mouth. I don't disagree. I there there's one thing that I I do disagree with. You don't have to drive to crazy. You already live there. So I'm just saying. <laughs> it's outrageous. Outrageous. Were they outside? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you know, unless they have a huge sound stage, which is possible. Uh yes, they were outside. Um <clears throat> The new NBC Wall Street Journal has a poll out. Um, oh, the polls are driving me crazy yeah, right now. Truth. Um, th- uh, J- Trump trails Biden by 10 points. 10. Which state or overall? Because um, popular doesn't matter. So this whatever. was posted on November 1 at 2.52 Eastern. So just a couple of hours ago. Or... An hour ago, the presidential Trump pre- brother, President Trump trails by 10 percent among voters nationally ooh, nationally in the final days of his reelection campaign, facing substantial public anxiety over the coronavirus pandemic, but with broad approval of his management of the economy. Now, that's fascinating. They didn't they should have led with that. They people like him. They just don't like how he handles. The coronavirus. But they, they won't say that. It's always I think, trailing. I think that there's a good number of people that don't like him, but they like the way that he is managing the country. Correct. Does that make sense? Like, I would fall more into that camp. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for his personality. Uh, what I find refreshing about his personality is that it's not politics as usual, so he doesn't need to placate to the the media, um, but I don't necessarily care for his personality. I would. I wish my president was a bit more dignified, or a bit more presidential. What What does that mean, though? Because I, I mean, I, I, I've wondered about that because we're being bludgeoned by the left that oh, Trump is just so unpresidential. He is so unpresidential, and I mean, in. I thought he's not doing it the way every other president that I've ever known about Do they mean does. dignified? Dignified. I that's, don't know. That's the way that I would. Uh, I think that's probably. That's the way that I, I wish that he publicly acted a bit more respectful in the way that he handled some situations. But I also acknowledge, recognize that that's his personality. That's who he grew up as. That's, I mean, that's what got him that's to who where he is. He exactly. is. Yeah. So I don't necessarily have to like that. The things that I like are the way that he's handled foreign policy, the way mm-hmm. that he's he's established the United States again within foreign dignitaries that they actually respect the United States again. Isn't it interesting that we don't see anywhere in the mainstream media, and I'm curious why this hasn't brought up more, that foreign dignitaries are requesting that he be nominated for, for Nobel Peace Prize for a yeah. Nobel Prize. Yeah. 
Yeah, because of the way that he's handling but global that's, politics. But that's by the crazy right lunatics over there. So it's not for real. They're not legitimate. They're just doing it in spite. They're, they're, they're just part of the game he's playing. Uh, NPR, Minnesota Public Radio. Hmm. News. The U.S. is edging ever closer to 100,000 new daily cases of the coronavirus. Woo, let's get this over with. Yeah. According to data released Saturday by Johns Hopkins University, the country added 99,321 cases and 1,030 deaths. If we work a little harder, we could hit 100,000. Well, we're working on it, apparently. We need another Sturgis. It's the greatest single-day increase of the pandemic so far. We're number one. A sentence likely to be repeated in the coming weeks as the U.S. experiences a third surge in infections that's expected to dwarf the previous two. I thought we just had one before. I didn't know that we had actually entered the second surge yet. I thought Fauci said we're still in the first. We haven't even got to the second yet. They need to get their messaging together. Uh, Experts have long warned of a devastating increase with the changing of the seasons as colder weather forces a pandemic-weary public inside and social distancing restrictions become harder to enforce. Health experts say the current increase is being driven in large. Oh, that's why they're going to do the lockdowns, because you can't go outside in Minnesota. I'm sorry. Or South Dakota. Sorry. What? We were talking about it earlier. It, uh, anyways. Experts have long warned of a devastating <laughs> increase with the changing of the seasons as colder weather forces a pandemic weary public inside and social distancing restrictions become harder to enforce. Health experts say the current increase is being driven in large part by people who don't have any symptoms. It's a, quote, silent epidemic, Which said Dr. Ridiculous. Robert Redfield. Ridiculous! If more and more people don't have any symptoms, then what's the issue? Ah. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Dr. Robert Redfield. Am I crazy? No, you're crazy. Ray, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ray, I like it. You Director of Ray. the CDC uh, told the Sirius XM show Dr. Radio reports on Friday. Uh, the Dakotas, this from NPR still, has um, are faring particularly poorly. South Dakota is currently seeing some of the fastest growth in the country. Is that in business growth? Oh, I sorry. A, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, and this is kind of rhetorical within the company in this, that, well, within this room, <laughs> probably the three <laughs> listeners too. But at some point, five. Yeah. At, at some point, why not? Why not just say, "Look, if you don't want it, wear a mask." Here's a mask. No, no, that, that would uh, that would assume a mask works, and there's no evidence of that. Shut your mouth. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, and if people get it, there's like this big concern over where well, we're gonna we're gonna overwhelm the hospitals. Okay, fine. If I get it, and I'm not taking care of myself, and I go to the hospital and it's full, well, that sucks to be me. I made a choice. I'm and sorry. And maybe if Joe enough Biden. people went through that no, process. No. no, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris say. Are saving you from yourself. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. I, I'm just so fed up with this. They say. Who's they? That, and Joe Biden and, and Harris. They. That's like, 
That's like a door at the end of the hallway <laughs> in some big room that just has they written on it. They so, they say that. <laughs> there's a far side cartoon from way back. They dot they dot there's, com. There's they this gov. creepy like hunchback guy in the basement. There's like a ton of old phones and they all say they on them and he's got a bunch of them to his ears. And the caption is, oh, so that's the they, and that's what they say. <laughs> that's the they. Uh, all right, where was I? <clears throat> oh, I so the Dakotas are faring particularly poorly. Th- this just shows the reporting and, and the, the slant that is clearly in here that, that the left will not see. I have a question oh, about, about the media mm, yes. when it comes to this, mm-hmm. and I want your opinion on it. Um, they are... So transparently biased, mm-hmm. they've been carrying the water for the Democratic Party. They have what? been disingenuous and lying about. So have they? Have they um, destroyed themselves? Maybe not this year, next year, the year after. But are they their own demise by by hating Trump? so badly no i i think i get what you're saying but i really do think that we are we meaning those that haven't drank that drunk that kool-aid um are slowly holding off the inevitable in which the media and the liberal left take over it's yeah. coming it's coming regardless we're just kind of slowly holding it off yeah but so are they their own demise no they're going to eventually they're going to be but th- this is this is my point even in the soviet during the soviet union when the soviet union was in power uh what did they call pravda uh pravda meant like truth or something in russian and the joke was it was no prava. Pravda was no pravda. Something to that effect. What are you doing? Effect. You're with your microphone again. Continue. <laughs> you making a DNA strand or something? Mm-hmm. Cool. Pravda was no pravda. Truth was not truth. Yeah. So my um, that's that's part part of it. And the point is, is that people knew you couldn't trust anything that the news said. So people didn't go to the news to get the news. The only reason why they had the news, uh, news station, was uh, for uh, consumption of people outside the country. Yeah. So in a capitalist-esque system... Are they going to, uh, like newspapers and everything else, are they going to eventually run themselves out of business? That's the first question. The, the, uh, the second comment is that you can extrapolate things to, the, uh, um, like, for instance, if you were to say uh, oil production is decreasing by by five percent every year and by in 20 years there will not be any more oil anywhere in the world well if you extrapolate based upon uh, upon that you'll come to a, uh, a ridiculous idea 
So my my question, not not that your comment was ridiculous, but when you said that uh, that it the what I took it as what you were saying is that uh, conservatives are eventually just going to die out and there won't be any conservatives left, and all there will be are, be people who will listen to the news and believe it. I don't know that there won't be any left, but there <clears throat> won't be enough to stop. To stop what? To stop the train of the the liberal left running the game. And then what would happen? I think eventually, utilizing the example of the Soviet Union, and, and I mean, the analogy breaks down, but, but the difference between now and what you're talking about with the Soviet Union is you had such a, a, uh, such a blatant lie that the people were living a horrific life and they knew it, so what they were hearing was so contrary to their life, it made sense to them. I don't think people are there right now. I think people are still under this level of hope that something's going to change. Then but, all of a sudden socialism will work? But yeah, okay, how many people are in the middle class very similar to me? I don't know what your health care costs are from where you work, but I texted you guys today. Yeah. My health care costs this year from my employer-provided health care after, after they pay, we're paying $19,000 a year in health insurance premiums as a middle-class family. That's just premiums. That's premiums. That's not deductible nope. on top of it. If I count the deductible- That's a from, nice house. From one person, our deductible is 6350 per person. Now, I'm fortunate I get to use the VA system. I don't know if that's fortunate, but- but I don't. Well, it was for David. I don't. Yeah. Um, I'm not dealing with a deductible, so I still have to pay for insurance. But I'm not dealing with a deductible. But if we pay my wife's deductible, we're in twenty five, twenty six thousand dollars a year before health insurance even kicks in. And is that through your work? Yep. Is it because uh, there you don't have a, a large pool? We are now, we're paying less now than when we were part of a bigger pool. So we shopped the market and this is where we ended up. Which is, it's interesting. Where, where I work, I, I, how, much, how much does the, the county, uh, what's the county portion of this? Uh, they pay in 700 a month. And you, so you pay in... 1700 a month. So two and a half times what they pay in. Wait a second. So that is just your portion? No. That's 650 that's, per? That's No, that's family. What's 650 per? Per person a month? <clears throat> that's the portion you have to pay? 1750. That doesn't, and that's not the whole premium. No, that's family. That's family premium. Or no, no, me plus no, but. One. but you said that the employer also kicks in some yeah. on top of that. Seven fifty. It it seems like the county. So that's twenty three. What twenty three hundred bucks? Right. See, wow. my brother in Texas, he it has better be to, killer, sir. Like service. No, it's horrible. He has to go out into the market to get it for him and his wife and child, and it's twenty two hundred dollars a month for him. 2200 and then whatever the deductible in Texas. But he's in the market. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason there's a difference is because in the market, the government dictates what the rates will be. 
So they they. So put why a don't cap. they do uh, cafeteria? Um, I think cafeteria part of the Affordable Care Act was cafeteria. You it doesn't qualify anymore under Affordable Care. So then, the the company actually gets a penalty. It's not off. It's not allowed anymore. So where you and I used to work together, yeah. where it was cafeteria, they had to do away with that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because like where where I work, and I don't, I'm not. It for my wife and I for this next year. It's two hundred and thirty six dollars a month. That's what you pay. What what we pay. And then the deductible for both is two thousand for me and four thousand for both of us. Right. So how much is your employer paying in? It's uh, probably probably about the same of what yours is. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know how I don't know if you're part of a bigger pool. I, I don't know. All I can tell you is that because I can't believe that the that the counties haven't gotten together <laughs> to do something different because that's you're getting raped. Well, you would think so, but it's actually not. I mean, based off of just kind of doing the digging in, we were part of a, we were part of a bigger. Um, we used to buy our health insurance from one of the the big health insurance companies. So are now are they are they buying it from Louis the Fish? No, we're actually Sarducci. Self we're self insured now. It it's less expensive for us to be self insured. This is, the, <laughs> but here's my point. Here, here, here's my point. This is uh, you. That's outrageous. I'm not dis going to disagree with you. I was paying very similar before I left my previous position. It was similar. The difference, though, is in the in the previous. So the the previous employer where you and I worked together. Yeah. They had figured out that if they offered, um. They allowed uh, employees to opt out if you could prove you had health coverage elsewhere. Okay. And by proving you could have health coverage elsewhere, then there was then they could offer a cafeteria. So I had health care elsewhere through the VA. Yep. And then. Um, we utilized our cash cafeteria to buy my wife health care coverage, and then I was just paying for one person. Uh, but now, oh, you have to get it now. In the order rules, for your wife. Yep. Now the rules have shifted that I have to. I have to be insured in order for my wife to be insured. But wouldn't it be? Well, yeah, never mind. We'll talk off. Sorry. <laughs> That's the weeds. Is what that is. But here's yeah. There's so let me. Here was my point. My story isn't, I'm not alone. So if, if I'm paying 20 grand out a year, I know what I make a year in my family. And there's a lot of people where I work that make half what I make. Well, the insurance cost is not different. So how do you continue to support a political party that pushed the Affordable Care Act where my- It's affordable. Stop it. Shh. My health If you like it, you'll get to keep it. Shh. My health insurance costs today are approximately I don't know why you don't believe them. six times more what they were six years ago. Hmm. Is that right? 
Well, I was paying. Uh, I was paying, but for three people six years ago, I was paying six hundred and fifty bucks a month. Six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. Anyway, here was my point. Mm-hmm. It's not bad enough yet. People still have this hope, and and the and the difference is because I asked my wife this time, like, how do people do this that make half our salary? Because people that make half our salary get to go into the market and they get a subsidy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, for everybody that makes that, there's this there's this window of people that are just above that cap but don't make enough to really be able to afford that kind of health care coverage that we're getting hosed. There's not enough of us. Yeah. Same thing with taxes and stuff. Uh, there's this sweet spot where you're you're getting screwed on every mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Hold on. <clears throat> Trump is live taking questions. I think it was a terrible decision for our country made by the Supreme Court. I think it was a terrible decision for our country, and I think it's a very dangerous decision because you're going to have one or two. It sounds horrible. He's on the tarmac. With their tabulating ballots. And the rest of the world is waiting to find out. And I think there's great danger to it. And I think a lot of fraud and misuse can take place. I think it's a terrible decision by the Supreme Court. A terrible. Oh, what ha- what happened? What did we miss? Did the know. Supreme Court rule on something? Uh, maybe it's Texas Supreme Court denies mm. Republican effort to invalidate over 125,000 val- ballots in Harris County, which would be Houston. Uh, three days ago, Supreme Court issues a flurry of last-minute election orders. Uh, North Carolina, yes. Pennsylvania, yes. Wisconsin, no. That's how the Supreme Court has answered questions in recent days about an extended timeline for no, receiving no, and no, counting no, no. balance in the, those states. That no. is wrong. But you talked about this. Uh, we, we talked a little bit, yeah. Jay and I. But um, the way that that is being reported is incorrect. Well, but, but we'll, we'll get there. I, I want uh, you to break it yeah, down in a second. We need to talk in about that. In each case, Democrats backed the extensions and Republicans opposed them. All three states have Democratic governors and legislatures controlled by the GOP. At first blush, the difference in the outcomes of the, at the Supreme Court seems odd because the high court typically takes up issues to harmonize the rules across the country. But elections are largely governed by states, and the rules differ from one state to the next. A big asterisk. These cases are being dealt with on an emergency basis in which the court issues orders that either block or keep in place a lower court ruling. But there is almost never an explanation of the majority ra- majority's rationale Though individual justices sometimes write opinions that par- partially explain the matter. This is just so uh, maddening because no people, the general public doesn't understand what's happening at the Supreme Court level and why they're making the rulings that they're making. All right, so specifically Wisconsin is what you're going to talk about, correct? Well, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Minnesota oh. just recently happened also. Right, so, but th- they have this Minnesota didn't little, go to the little Supreme store. Court, um, so let's start with, can we start with Pennsylvania? Yeah, let me read what the AP says, and then we can see. Last week, before Barrett had been confirmed, the justices divided 4-4, a tie vote that allowed the three-day extension ordered by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court to remain in effect. On Wednesday, the court said it would not grant a quick pre-election review to a new Republican appeal to exclude absentee ballots received after Election Day in the battleground state. But it remained unclear whether those ballots will ultimately be counted. 
The court's order left open the possibility that the justices could take up and decide after the election whether a three-day extension to receive and count absentee ballots ordered by Pennsylvania's high court was proper. The issue would take uh, on enormous importance of if Pennsylvania turns out to be a crucial state in next week's election and the votes received between November 3rd and November 6th are potentially divisive. No, decisive. <laughs> That's probably the same thing, right? Same you can thing. Interchange those. Tomato, tomato. The Supreme Court ruled hours after Pennsylvania's Department of State agreed to segregate ballots received in the mail after polls closed on Tuesday and before 5 p.m. on November 6th. Without keeping those ballots separate, Pennsylvania might have risked having the state's overall vote count called into question. All right, that was Pennsylvania. What do you have? Okay. Pennsylvania and Wisconsin are two different issues, uh-huh. but similar in how they ended up at the Supreme Court. And I think what's important to establish, and I believe you talked about this in an interview with the Democrat. Okay. And, and that's what's the role of the court. The role mm. of the court is not to create law, and it's not to change law. The role of the court at any level is to interpret the law the way it is written. Is that accurate? Well, well, or is and, that, and, and is to that make the way that you understand what the what the the role of a court is? Yeah, it's to verify that a that a law on the books is valid or not based on the Constitution, and, and there's and, and a level whether of interpretation it, it violates that other occurs laws based off it. of the judge Absolutely, or judges yeah. that's looking at it, sure. right? Mm-hmm. But their job is not to change, correct, or create law. That's Correct. a legislative branch, mm-hmm. right? So, in, in so my, my understanding, law, right? Pennsylvania's law is the law mm-hmm. on the books in Pennsylvania is that absentee ballots need to be postmarked by November third, and, and that's the written law. That is the written law. Mm-hmm. Republicans didn't like that, so they wanted to. So they filed a court case to say, nope, they need to be received. Well, the bottom line is. It's not the court's job to change the law. Right. So what the Supreme Court did is they said, nope, the law is there. They can be postmarked by election day. Mm-hmm. That's the law. If you don't like it, change the law. So they upheld Pennsylvania's law. They weren't necessarily deciding whether ballots should be valid before or after. They were upholding the existing written law as it was written. Republicans didn't like that. Too bad. Mm-hmm. The Wisconsin, the Wisconsin law was was different. Wisconsin law pre-existed that said ballots have to be received by November third, by election day. Yeah, well, they must arrive. Correct by election day. So they need to be, to be arrived counted. by close yep. of business on mm-hmm. election day. Yeah. And and that is the law. That's the law. Okay. So well, Democrats uh-huh. tried to flip that. Well, they they made a, an order that would extend it by six days. Right. Minnesota did something very similar mm-hmm. where in Minnesota, the secretary of state came out very early in the year and he said, we're going to change the law for this election only where ballots can be postmarked by election day. Because Minnesota law is ballots have to be received by election day. Mm-hmm. Secretary of state came out and said, we're going to change it and create an exception for this year. Well, Secretary of State is not, he can't, doesn't can't have the authority the or the response or the, the ability to change law. Same thing that happened in Wisconsin. So it goes through all of its appeals. And at the, bo- the bottom line is the court is just simply upholding the law as it is written. If you don't like the law, change the law. 
introduce different law in legislation, but you can't rely on the courts to change it. So here's where I, uh, what's fascinating with how our- But that's not a Republican or Democrat issue. It shouldn't be, no. But of course, Republicans want all the ballots in before November Mm -hmm. 3rd. Mm -hmm. Democrats want to extend it. Yeah. Um, Which is fascinating that it will be the left that votes by mail. And the right that goes in. I think there, and, and that, I think that's that there are a lot of people doing that. No, I think it's happening on both sides. No, I, I know, but the media reports it as, oh, if you are a Democrat and you love each other because you're going to not kill each other with a virus you can't see or don't even know about, um, then I, you will vote by mail. I mean, don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying anecdotally, uh, it seems like the more to the left you go, the more likely you would do the mail-in ballot. Maybe. I, I don't know. But I don't know. I can tell you, I live in a township where it's mail-in ballot, and I love it. And, but I also... But everybody I don't does know, mail-in ballot. In, in my township. but I, A I, lot of townships that are like that. I, I will say, yeah, and Minnesota has a law that if you have less than 400 registered voters in your township, you're allowed to do mail-in without legislative... Because without, they, they don't want you to have to staff a, a polling place. Because correct? it's becoming more difficult right. to train yeah. judges that are able to do that. Yeah. You don't have to, but you but you can. So the, the opinions in this case, the Wisconsin case, see, this is reporting from the AP. Um, but let me... I want to add, though, because I'll say, did you... Before you left Oregon, mm-hmm. did did you vote before you left Oregon? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you like voting by mail in no. Oregon? No. You didn't? No. Okay. I loved it. Now, I mean, th- th- there's some convenience to it, but I remember as a kid how cool it was going out in November in the fall cold and going to the polling place. Now, I was never old enough to do I was it. say, you got to vote when you were no, a kid? I, no, I remember going. <laughs> that was back Oregon. when they were Democrats. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> Okay, here's why I here's why I love mail in ballots. Because I get my ballot and I sit down at the coffee table with information and I read the actual ballot yeah, measures and, you can, and go through that. And you can gather all the ballots in your home and just go down each one and fill them out for them all, right? Yeah. And the and the people that live next door <laughs> and the and problem the, and your dead aunt. Now, I yeah. guess I guess there's an argument. That you could do all of that research before you actually went to the poll. And well, you're supposed to. That's what it. I do. Right. And so I'll, I'll bring a list if there's a bunch of them. Now, in South Dakota this year, there's a constitutional amendment to legalize marijuana. A constitutional mm-hmm. amendment. And then there's mm-hmm. another one. Why does that belong in the Constitution? That's th- There you go. I, Is it I, illegal in the Constitution? I don't know. But they want to enshrine it in the Constitution. Well, well it's it's probably... I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's laws against. Well, laws, against it. but is it in the Constitution? Is it explicit in the Constitution that it's illegal? I don't know. The, the whole point is, why do you? I go tend nuclear? to do my research. And it's exactly. Cons- yeah. But why do you go nuclear to make <laughs> right. the Constitution? Yeah. Anyway, I, so so it, it'll never, it'll never pass. Here was the point. The point was, the Supreme Court just simply upheld the law that was written in Pennsylvania. Correct. The Supreme Court happened to uphold the law as it was written mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Now, it didn't make it to the Supreme Court, but the highest court in Minnesota just upheld the law as it was written. Even though it's a liberal court, it mm-hmm. still upheld the law as it was written. So it appears as though the way the media is making it sound is that the Supreme Court is wavering back and forth. No, they're being consistent by well, upholding the law as it is written. Okay, so The law is just different in different states. So Chief Justice Roberts wrote in... Um, what... what are the votes 
in terms of the Supreme Court. Oh, I'm sure they're divided. So then it is political. Yeah, of it's course It's just it yeah, conservatives of, of, or people okay. who are more conservative maybe yeah. uphold the law. Fair enough. But, but isn't the fundamental – I'm sorry. I, I can't <laughs> let this go. The I, I'm not done. I have more stuff The fundamental role of a court is not to make or change law. Right. It's Correct. not. That's the way our form of government was created. Well, that's that's how our form of government – but that's not the way they want it to be. Yeah. This that's, is the dissent the wrote the by court. Justice Elena Kagan. In the Wisconsin case. This is a quote according to the Associated Press. As the COVID pandemic rages, the court has failed to adequately adequately protect the nation's voters. That was the dissent a dissenting argument. But yet all of the It's not the court's job to protect no, anybody it from should, wait, wait, absolutely wait, wait, it should wait. not be the court's job at all yeah, because then that puts the court dissenting but, argument. but that puts the court in the position of writing law but that's a terrible dissenting argument I know. because that's that means that twice going three times i guess <laughs> yes, technically <laughs> would would you like to know how to turn the mute button onto that thing yeah <laughs> um the absentee ballots if people wanted them have been available for a few weeks now. Yeah. So are we talking about people's right to vote, or are we talking about enabling people to procrastinate too long because they know the law? No, because it might have been hard for them to get it, and they might have forgotten, and so they're going to get it, and they need time, okay? So does they, that they mean need that time. if I no. forget about my doctor's appointment, I'm allowed to speed to get there sooner? Um, if because your wife I'm running is, late. If your wife is giving birth, yes. That's life or death. Or if you're getting pummeled <laughs> by a police officer, yes. I can speed? You can speed? What What does that got to do with anything? No, if you're late because you got pummeled oh, by a police officer. Oh, yes. I heard, yes, speaking yes. of, I heard Portland, Oregon is on fire again. <clears throat> well, uh, I just learned just a few minutes ago while you were uh, blathering on. Oh, um, blathering. Joe, Bi- by- Joe Biden, everyone. Joe Biden. Um. Joe Biden has finally, after 90-some million people have already voted, has released his volunteer fundraiser list. The following individuals have raised at least... Volunteer fundraiser? Does that mean there's some involuntary... <laughs> exactly, fund- yeah, the assumption <laughs> is, you need to go get funding for me. Um, <laughs> the following individuals have raised at least $100,000 for our campaign and affiliated joint fundraising committees. So I just scrolled through this massive list, and the name that popped out, speaking of Portland, Governor Kate Brown is oh. on the list. She shouldn't be a governor. What in the world? Comrade Kate Brown Comrade. has given <laughs> Joe Biden over $100,000. It's Comrade Tim Walls as well. Did it come? <laughs> Was that from her personal funds, or was I that did she write a check from the state of Oregon? This is a good question. Although, what, what didn't she offer some of the early on in this pandemic nonsense? Didn't she donate or or borrow, lease, uh, lend, lend some of the ventilators to New York that they had on hand and got blambasted for it? I don't remember that. Yeah, I think so. Was that Portland or was that Seattle? No, it was, it was Comrade Kate. Okay, well, there you go. Why'd you ask the question if you knew the answer? You should have just That's stated a, a point. He wanted to show. <clears throat> I did. Um, Senator. That you're not a real or Cohen? Or Ghanian. I'm not. No. 
Senator. I was born in California. Uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein and Richard C. Blum, which I presume is her husband. I think Feinstein's time is up. She has, is on the list. She disagrees for Joe with Biden. You. She does, as does Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. What? Ambassador Amy Bondurant. Senator Cory Booker. But her party says it's time for her to go. Uh, Senator Cohen from St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, Would that be a local senator? Yeah, that'd have to be. Well, St. Paul. Uh, uh, Senator Dick Cohen, to be precise, is on the list of... No more more adjectives. (laughs) It's a capital D, okay? Yeah, he is a capital D. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, Senator Chris Coons from Wilmington, Delaware. So all the left get, how is this remotely acceptable? And, and it happens on both sides. So I'm yelling at the system. How is it remotely access, a- acceptable that politicians can go front, and Christy Nome is doing it for Trump. So how can they go bundle a bunch of cash and donate it to a cause? How, how is else this, are they going to launder their money? But let's think about this. We lose our, we they lose their minds if the even the mere thought or speculation of an outside foreign entity even wants to tweet about the election. Oh, last week I sat in on a cybersecurity. Uh, <laughs> Is Russia, <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia? Oh, geez. It was, it was horrible. It was a representative within the cybersecurity forces of Department of Homeland Security, and it was an hour and a half long and I kid you not, there was almost no technical aspect of it at all. I just listened to her talk about each particular country that couldn't stand the political platform of the person that they, and it was like this political dissertation on, well, here's why Russia loves President Trump and his platform, and here's why Turkey can't stand President Biden or uh, um, mm-hmm. Joe Biden. I mean, it was just... What does oh, that yeah. have to do with cybersecurity? Because that's why they are influencing the election. So we needed to know as cybersecurity professionals why the platforms of particular candidates were causing problems. So did anybody oh, comment horrible. and make a snarky no. remark? No. How did you stop yourself? Because I just didn't I, I wasn't going to go down that road. Huh. Why? Well Well, good job. Anyway. <laughs> Continue along. Do you think that? Well, sorry. Back to NPR. Speaking of the news, which we man, that was a rabbit trail. So the Dakotas are faring particularly poorly. This again from NPR News uh, on the David Allen Show. South Dakota is currently seeing some of the fastest growth in the country, with cases up sixty-one percent from two weeks ago. Over the past seven days, the state has been averaging nine hundred and ninety-four new cases per day. South Dakota has no mask requirement, and its governor has opposed mandating them. Quote, those who don't want to wear a mask shouldn't be shamed into wearing one, South Dakota Governor Christy Noem wrote earlier this month, and government should not mandate it. Next paragraph. Minnesota reported a record case increase on Friday. Cases are up across much of the Midwest, which could have implications for Tuesday's presidential election as key battleground states struggle to contain the virus. Next paragraph. In Wisconsin, more than 20,000 people have tested positive over the past week, and nearly 200 have died. Now, 
they failed to mention after they screamed at the South Dakota governor for not mandating masks, that Comrade Tim Walls, the governor of Minnesota, has mandated them. And And yet... And Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. Evers, is that his name? Mm -hmm. And their cases are rising as well. You can't tell me it's because of that, but my goodness, it's They'd be rising more without the masks. Oh, uh-huh. We're reducing the rate of rise. How is this not... Um, just straight up biased reporting. It's blatant to me, I think. Okay. Well, no, it is blatant to me. And and who's it from? Who's the the Mi- Minnesota Public Radio News? So, are are you outraged that <laughs> NPR has a strongly liberal viewpoint? No, not oh, outraged. Okay. It's just okay. It, it frustrates me because well, yeah. Are you surprised? No, no, no. no there's no surprise oh, here. Because I, I thought I heard surprise in your voice. It was more anger. No, if I it was came outraged. from CBS, would you have been less surprised? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, not remotely. I was just checking. Now it wasn't surprise. It was outrage. Uh, this is the David Allen Show. Nine more rallies to go for Donald J. Trump. You know, no, or by, maybe that's. You know who it. I would like to meet at this point? I'd like to meet the person that plans to vote, but is still completely undecided. They, that person doesn't exist. No, what? I'm so, they don't what? exist. No. I, th- that was the next question I had. No, that person can't exist. Undecided on president? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know who's undecided. I want to meet that person. Who's undecided on anything at this point? You know, whoever that guy is or gal is. They need to be part of a jury somewhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the problem is you'd have a one-person jury. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Like, this year, um, I uh, wanted not to have to uh, vote for Trump this year because I thought that whoa, there's whoa, whoa, no whoa, possible whoa. way. Back it up. You wanted to not... To have to. To not have to vote for Trump. Huh. I I wanted Oh, you to, wanted there to be a good alternative. If you lived in New York, you could have not voted for Trump. No, no, no. No, what I meant is you the know, last did you time see what, I did not vote for Trump. But did you see what New York recently did? No. So New, wasn't it New York that, that recently implemented that you their the way their ballots now work? Is you vote for your primary and secondary, and oh. if you're if you, if none of the candidates receive a majority, then the lowest person or party gets thrown out. And if you voted for that lowest, per- so let's say there's three different parties, and all of the three parties each get thirty percent, and the lowest one, well, let's no, it would be more like 33? let's say you get. Let's say you get 34, 34, and 32. Yeah, so the 32 would be thrown out. So if you voted for that person that got 32%, then your second vote would count. Oh. So, the the last presidential election, I voted Libertarian. I did, too. Vermin Supreme? I didn't know he was on the ballot. Well, no. But, and the reason why I did... Joe is because there was no possible way 
that Trump was going to win in Minnesota. So there's no point. He got close, though. He almost did. I heard he lost by two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, but this year, I've heard that it's closer than with Hillary, and I'm going to vote for him while I'm holding my nose because I don't like the guy at all. So I, does I it matter? Hate Trump, not hate. Uh, do you? I dislike loathe, him. Well, loathe. let me ask. Let me ask a question on that. So, are you talking about him as an individual? Yeah. Okay. Yep. What about some of the policies that he's put in place? Or I or... like I like uh, some of his policies, um, but I don't think that they come from a play, uh, place of authenticity. Meaning, I I don't think I could. You think he's trust just an him. opportunist? Yeah, I think he's an opportunist um, for whatever his whatever his thing is. Ego. Yeah, probably ego or whatever. Yeah. So, because it's not like he's getting money out of it. Yeah. Um, but all that being said, he's not the progressive left, and he's not even he's not. But isn't that the way that? that citizens should vote. They don't vote. I mean, personality and character of, of a candidate should play some role, but how how they play, what policies they stand on and what policies that they I'm, progress. I'm not voting for him because of his policies in any way. You're voting for him. You're voting against Biden. I'm voting yeah, against Biden. I got it. Oh. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And, and I would... Um, I would I would mirror that, yeah. If I had a third better choice, so so are you? I would is agree your with claim that. both of you that the the policies that he has uh, espoused and the stuff he's accomplished in the last four years are not worth voting for? Well, here's the thing, I think he's done some good things like uh, Supreme Court justices at least, but if you would have had a staunchly uh, conservative president with uh, with true moral values, which I don't know if that would even exist. I was just going to uh, yeah. Uh, but someone who is more consistently supportive of conservative values, okay. he uh, or she might have uh, had better choices than uh, especially like Kavanaugh or whatever. But that being said, I like the fact that he put the uh, capital or uh, uh, put the embassy in Jerusalem, which I think is is a good thing. His <clears throat> trade policies are solid. Yeah. Um, but that should be any conservative person across the board. But um, it should be. But he accomplished it. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But. That doesn't mean that I trust him that he did it because he thought that this was the best thing to do for America. Like, I don't trust the fact that he's doing these things for America. Um, We're coming to America. But he's not Joe Biden, and um, he's not Kamala Harris. So if he gets a chance, he's, you know— like I said, I'm holding my nose while I vote for him. I don't want to have to vote for him. I wish I didn't have to vote for him. 
So I agree with that. I, yeah, I, I hold very yeah. It, given given a panel of qualified candidates, he would not be somebody that I would pick out. Uh, you're right. But uh, but I I also agree. I can't imagine what our country will look like if we had four years. Well, the California to oh, Idaho sorry. pipeline. I want us. I, you know, before we end, I want us to talk about what we think is going to happen in four years if Biden wins. Harris will be president. Do you absolutely? Are you absolutely sure? Do you absolutely believe she'd be president? Um, I I don't know if I would say absolute believe, but I think there's like a sixty percent, seventy percent, something like that. I think there's a minimum of a fifty percent chance. I I think, uh, and setting all jokes aside. And watching, watching how how Mr. From Biden Idaho's conducts himself. This is viewpoints. I do <laughs> think, I do think that there is something legitimately wrong with him. Not, not right. There's yeah. something from a health perspective. There, there's something not right. Look at three. I thought I had the ring. I did have. Oh, okay. There we go. Not the ringers off. So I do, I, I do think it's that. Off the train. Um, I think you could flip a coin, and I would say, yeah, I, I think there's a strong chance that he will be removed from presidency. Okay, so what are the biggest threats? Um, with Kamala Harris or Biden being president, because if he gets it. If they get it for four years, there's probably a really good chance it'll be for eight. Um, so eight years of of Harris slash Biden. Um, uh, if they get the Senate and the House, traditionally they'll well, have it for two years and then they'll lose one or both the second two years. Yeah, I for sure think they're going to end up with a with with the house. They'll keep the house. There's some semi decent chance that the Senate's going to flip, but we'll see. Um, I I think I think if predictions are accurate, if the left predictions are accurate, if Trump really is losing by what they think that he's going to lose, then I think if Trump loses and the Senate loses, I think it's going to go hand in hand. Um, but I think the risks of what happens over the next four years, I think that health healthcare costs are going to continue to spiral. I don't know that I can afford more of that. I think that our, um, I think that the overreach of the federal government is going to continue to extend into our citizen rights. I think that's going to continue to be perpetuated. But do you think that if they do too much too quick in two years? there will be a Republican Senate and a Republican House. I don't Maybe. I don't know. I, I'd like to hope yes. Um, because, you part know, of like... The concern is, part of the concern is if you look backwards at the amount of damage that's been done to communities, to um, uh, the the civil social unrest that's occurred over the last two years, three years, if that continues to degrade, um, or I would say even worse, you get the media acting with 
Congress and the presidency, and it appears as though those issues go away, then I think you only gain momentum. They. Okay, what do you two think are the odds of a, um, maybe not across the nation, but relig uh, uh, regional hotspots of a civil war type in mm. the next six months? Do you think people will, will pick up arms if it's if it if you can quite clearly look and and see that uh, uh, Trump is getting screwed out of the presidency, do you think people will um, actually so revolt? You, are you is the question? Do we think the right will actually bear arms? Yes. against other civilians, We're already citizens, that. We're against that. citizens, against Antifa type. Okay. Not allowing that to happen. Like, for instance, you the have progressive. Yeah, you have progressive DAs that mm -hmm. will not prosecute people in Antifa or BLM, but they'll prosecute that guy or prosecute somebody else. <clears throat> are are people going to say that's enough? No more. Um, if there's a mob coming into our neighborhood, we're gonna we're gonna meet them. And we're going to have ARs in our hands. And if uh, a shot goes off, there's a gunfight and 10 people are dead. Um, uh, progressives are dead. And law enforcement is going to come to pick up the other 10 to try to charge them. And all of their buddies say, no, hell no, you're not picking them up. If you come, you you better bring SWAT and everybody else because there's going to be a gunfight. And then they do, and then there is a gunfight, and it's everywhere, and everybody sees the heavy hand of a biased government coming down on conservatives, and blah blah blah. I I do you think that's a possibility? Yes. Yeah, I do. Regionally, I think for sure isolated. I think there's a potential for regional, um, and I say that because. Not not because I think the country as a whole is at a place where there's enough people on either side ready for a civil war. I don't think that we're there yet. But I don't know that it takes a lot of people to really start that momentum, right? Um, I do think that when you take a look at the country right now, the division that is created and the civil unrest that is created is so unstable I, I think it's a tinderbox, and it's hard to be able to predict. So is it possible? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that people are extremely raw right now, and the possibility of one match igniting the tinderbox is an absolute possibility. I asked my dad recently, we were talking about this, and kind of interestingly, um, my dad is Mexican, lives in South Phoenix, uh, and is very close to 70. And I really thought that uh, because of knowing his background, I thought that he would be leaning on the liberal side. And when we talked about it, he was so adamantly a Trump supporter. And what had gone, I was surprised at how much that he knew and how much he supported Trump. And I asked him, did he think the country was more divided now than when it was divided in the late 60s and early 70s? And he said something kind of interesting. He said, yeah, absolutely. And he said, the thing that's more dangerous now, though, 
is the divided country then was a singular us versus them, and we were all divided against this one cause of what we thought was an unjust military action. Turned out to be it was. True. Right. However, he said that was a very different type of division than what is but now. Now it's it's right against left on your street. But it's But he brought up a good point, which I agree with, which is, everything is becoming a divisive issue. Mm -hmm. Whether to wear a mask or not a mask, whether something is race or not race, whether to have more police or less police, whether to allow Second Amendment or not, everything is a divisive issue, whereas before it was a singular Mm -hmm. thing. So is this organic or is this uh, something, is this a treasonous activity Trying to destroy America, or I don't know if I would call it treasonous, but I think definite. I would call it more spiritual. But that's because of my belief. I I think this is spiritual to continue to degrade the family and uh, the the family values and interpersonal values. Are fanning this? Sure. So the people that are fanning it, who's fanning it? George Soros. I don't know. China? China. China. And then the other question is, if there is a civil war, what's to keep China from, they're distracted, let's take down their power grid, let's launch an EMP attack, let's invade Taiwan, let's... mm. I'm not going to disagree with you. I I don't, I think there are a lot of... um, It's hard. I think four years ago, five, six years ago, maybe even two or three years ago, it would have been hard for me to envision that that there was enough unrest that could have created an internal civil war or even external forces from uh, from taking advantage of what's going on. And the diversion is so much that we wouldn't notice it. Um, but do you think that it's an that it's accidental that we're in the midst of a global pandemic amongst all of the other civil unrest. Do you think, do you think that no. that's accidental? I, I, do you think that China like, oops, it really was this accident that this virus was leaked? Oh, I think there's tons of people that would say this isn't, this wasn't created in nature. This was created in a laboratory. Right. And accidentally <clears throat> it got out. Yeah. Right. Accidentally. I think, no, I, I think, I I mean I personally think that that's a possibility but just like anything else when certain events happen you're going to have governments take advantage of those incidents well even, but look at history though how historically any empire that is built and becomes a world power it crumbles at some point right and it implodes on itself, and then as it implodes on itself, then your outside forces start to pick it apart until it eventually fails. But you, what you don't see is you don't see, and maybe that's a function of the high technology that we have now, the ability to destroy ourselves exponentially quicker than before. But, I mean, it took hundreds of years for Rome for... 
uh, Britain, it took decades. But you're talking about forces <clears throat> on foot. Yes. We but even Britain, you're not talking in, in terms of the uh, uh, the country, you know, not having the reserve currency becoming a shadow of what they used to be. I mean, because at one time it was the sun set, the sun always set on part of the uh, the British Empire, and now, you know, you can't even do keep Scotland. Do Scot you think that we are on the sunrise of a global shift in power? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because— Not just the United States, but, like, Western culture. Like, biblical end time, almost? You could take a look at it biblically, but, I mean, take this— Take that out of it for just a minute. They, just a, from an evidentiary standpoint, do you think that we are on the sunrise of a shift in in global thought and a shift in global power? That's oh that yes, we're absolutely. Just on the sunrise, the infancy of that. But there's and there's tons of reasons why. Yeah, uh, and oil. I go down the religious side too. Yeah, I, but, I'm not going to disagree. But I'm not on not even on the religious side. You have you know 27 trillion dollars in debt. We have currently we have the reserve currency, but now China has an economy that is getting close to where we are at, and there's a lot of countries that don't like the fact that we have a reserve currency, and the reason why we can have twenty seven trillion dollars and it doesn't really affect us economically is because we have the reserve currency, and people have to buy dollars in order to buy oil. The minute that changes. You know, that's going to fundamentally change our economy in the United States. And then on top of it, <clears throat> you have this internal uh, destruction of of uh, the things that unified us as a country, and are now multiculturalism has um, has destroyed our country. Do you think the conversation starts to exist where we don't, where the dollar is not the foundation of? Oh, it's it is existing. Yeah, I mean they are talking about with it. traction though. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean that that's inevitable. Um, and then also global you currency. Have, uh, Do you think that's the infancy well, of global currency? Well, the dollar is essentially. A global currency, but if you mean a one yeah. world currency, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the euro to mm -hmm. Europe, where they got rid Bitcoin. of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, cryptocurrency, possibly. Well, and then that's the other thing with technology that allows to draw people together. But then the but then the question is, who's going to be king? Yeah, I don't. I think the problem with cryptocurrency, <laughs> cryptocurrency right now, doesn't allow any. Um, governmental entity to be in charge. I think there has to be a governmental entity or a, a new world entity that becomes in charge. So it'd have to be, it couldn't be Bitcoin. It would have to be a different or new cryptocurrency. But I mean, I think one thing that you see in the history of, of mankind is, is that one uh, empire or uh, you will never get the Tower of Babel. And th that's what they want. Because there's too many diverse uh, interests and opinions and diverse 
uh, lust for power and whatnot. So let's say you happen to remove 20%, 30% of the population in the world. Then you could get to that point, right? Uh, you mean like the U.S.? Uh, but, okay. Or or just like remove people. Or was it Mao that said if you get if you kill off it's twenty percent of the population they will then obey you really well. Well, but, oh, I see what you're. But they they might but obey then have... you, but but that's that's a different. You know, you'd any... have to have a single entity that was able to claim responsibility for doing that, mm-hmm. and you would have to have total total control of everybody. Like a like a to like a a brainwashing of everybody that Hello? doesn't allow. It's called media that exists, yeah, doesn't but it? It's, but it's not it's not uh, a brainwashing of everybody. Not everybody it, it is going it's called, to. It's Mark Zuckerberg said how many a billion <clears throat> people a day or seven some no but, a billion people a day log on to Facebook. But that said. doesn't mean a billion people think the same way. Well, of course they do because the Russians are causing them to on Facebook. So then, and Iran, I Turkey, and so then, by that same <laughs> reasoning, um, you know, five or six billion people use a telephone every day, and so they're all controlled to by, log on to Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're all right. controlled by telephones, and therefore everybody thinks the same and is controlled because, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, whatever's going to happen, the, I, 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 it's hard for me to to look at what's going on here and be optimistic in the slightest that ten years from now things are even going to be remotely as good as they are. Right yeah, now. because what's the unifier? You you have to have something that unifies, and what is that? There's nothing. There's nothing around right now that you can point at and say, "Okay, that's something that can unify us." Because even a, yeah, I mean, a mask. You're so cynical. <laughs> you make it hard to just have a conversation. Because even a even a pandemic that's that's affecting people is not unifying the people. Right. I mean, I feel like right now, if I I feel like. And, and it could be wrong but because it's feeling. But a feeling is if we had an event that occurred that was night, like a 9-11. So when that happened 20 years ago, that unified the people. So people have to die then. No. I'm, what I'm saying is I think if a 9-11 happened today in the United States, I don't think it would be a unifier. No, it would. I think mm. it would be, yeah, that's very I true. Think it would be a di- I think it would be another yep. divider. And it that. would solidify people even more in in their own division, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm saying. So I I feel like the leadership right now, or or the perceived leadership. So we'll say the political leadership that is that is the perceived leaders mm-hmm. of the free world, the United States. That leadership is creating so much division mm-hmm. that it it's. There isn't an event that can be a unifying event right so, now. So let me ask you this question. Um, if Biden wins and it's pretty clear that it wasn't a landslide for Trump, that Biden, per, I mean, it's pretty pretty clear that he, he won, close. will that 
negate some of the the negative uh, civil war potential, uh, the uh, the anger. Well, Trump has done such a good job of creating the the media as the the enemy to the, the especially to the very bold like staunch Trump people. And so if the media comes out and says, you know, we here it is, if they straight up report that Trump lost and it's it's bared, bared, borne out in facts, they won't believe it because he's established that the media is wrong. Who who Mo- won't believe it? The the Trump the Trumpians. I think the, I think the staunch Trump supporters are not going to believe if he loses. Oh, exactly. And and I gotta say, well, and I'll tell you what, I don't think the staunch Biden people, the left, won't. If Biden loses, they certainly won't believe that either. It will be, um, uh, it will be unrest. I mean, I you think, you think we be... have riots when when the the Dodgers win? Uh-uh. I think the difference would be. I think if Trump wins, I think the left would blame. I don't think the ble- I don't think the left would jump to the conclusion that there was a conspiracy, and I think. But I think if Biden wins, I think the the, the, the staunch right. Trump supporters are going to believe that it was fixed and it's not real. So, but and I'll say this too. I don't know how much you guys have done a lot of driving or traveling, but between the Dakotas and driving 1,800 miles across the country and even going into the cities a few times, the la- into the, the Minnesota metro the last month and a half or so a few times, I'm really surprised at the number of Trump signs and even other conservative politicians that are running their signs mm-hmm. compared to the flip side. Mm. And, and it's, it's, it was actually, it became this funny game. It's, it sounds almost like, okay, yeah, whatever. But when you travel <laughs> 1700 miles across the country and the first 1500 of those, you see two signs for Biden, not making that up. And you see countless signs for Trump. At some point, don't you have to stop and think, where are all of these Biden supporters? What what is the media keeps saying that Biden is in the lead, but where are these supporters? Well, they also said uh, Clinton was in the lead, and the Trump. I mean, there was no chance in hell that Trump was going to win. I mean, he would have to freeze over for Trump to win. I mean. Holy cow, that tape, the Access Hollywood did, stuff came she out. She did win the popular. It was just not fair. But it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the media, polling, everything. Well, I mean, it's almost t- the same as it is right now. So here's a cu- so they're running down the same narrative. Here's a cure. It's like they didn't learn. But why do that? Why do what? Why why make the all of the polls look like Biden is winning if he's not really? What's the what's the gain there? Well, I I think they think more- I think they think it's real. Well, have, you listen, gotten, have either of you gotten because any phone Ch- calls Chuck that are Todd, polls? No, not this year. I Chuck ha- Todd, today, I believe, or yesterday, said that the polls are probably wrong because Biden's probably winning more than the polls say. So they have bought, bought in, I mean, his hook, line, and sinker into this, this idea that Biden is the guy and Trump has no chance at all. I mean, it's just 
no well, no chance. Hold, I want to. So you haven't received any not this year no polling phone. Well, calls. I don't know because I don't list. I don't answer most calls. I don't Have know you? anymore. I haven't gotten anything. Okay, I don't even know how Have many you? we've got. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and which is odd because that just means we need to renew our do not call. But do whatever. they ask you your education? Also, your name is listed. <laughs> You know, because you're the IT guy. All over the and, place, yeah. Uh, so. But my home phone is the one that rings, and that's not listed. Mm-hmm. But regardless, okay, here's the point. It's Normally, because I've been giving, every time they call, <laughs> I tell yeah. them. Yeah, you got to call this guy. <laughs> yeah. But what, here's what's interesting. Actually, and, and they I, don't even call me. I call them <laughs> and tell here's them. Here's the number on, to call. He's been on websites putting my phone number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> call this guy. But but there's this idea, and I don't know where I heard this. Maybe it was one of you two. But there's this idea to me that I think people that are voting Trump aren't honest in some of these polls, or they just flat out don't answer them. That's exactly what, right, what, I what do, came out I will of say, last time. We've received several calls, and my wife just doesn't answer the phone. And I'll answer the phone, and then I'll just say, put me on your do not call list, and I hang up. There was one time. Wait, so you don't know if it's a poll. It very well could be the your no, insurance scam. No, because it'll actually say right on the it'll it'll say DFL or whatever. Oh, right does it here? Okay. All right. Some of them. But there was one where I answered the the poll and I'm like there's not a chance in the world that I would vote for Biden. And then it turned into kind of this, you know, multiple questions mm-hmm. and, you know, finally I hung up. And I got the phone and and my wife was like why would you do that? <laughs> now, now our phone number and our name is now listed that we are not, not going to that we are Trump supporters. And she's like, "Why would you do that? Do you see what they're doing to people?" I mean, it like I don't want to say that she was fearful, but it was definitely coming from that perspective of, "Do we really want people mm. out there to know?" And our name is now with the checkbox on it that these are Trump supporters. So it's interesting how many. Oh, I think I think that that is the reason why Trump is going is like like people have asked me, do you the silent who, majority? You think? Who do you think is going to win the election? And I say, and I keep saying, if it was fair, it would be Trump. But I mean, I absolutely believe they're going to do fraudulent things to get Biden. What's to win. your phone number? <laughs> it's. <laughs> Six eight six seven five niner alpha three oh nine. But uh, I mean niner. But absolutely, I believe that. But um, every person, like I'm, I'm the type of person I'm not going to put anything political on Facebook because what is the point <laughs> that is exactly I right. Why bother? All you're That's doing is just so I, is hitting hitting a, a beehive, and you're not changing anybody's mind. Yeah. So my wife, my, so I'm not on social media. I I walked away from social media. I think it was four I know or five it's years because ago. you're better than us. But anyways, continue. That's part of the reason. Yeah, um, the reason. <laughs> but my wife stayed on social media, and I earlier this year. I remember I had to sit down and talk to her and say, look, you you can't like anything mm-hmm. political. You can't like anything that's that's social unrest. You can't support a BLM. You can't 
go against a BLM. You can't. And I mean, there were these very, it, it was like, it, I felt almost odd in telling her what she could or couldn't do online. Or else you'd beat her? No, they would. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, see, well, one, one thing I but did. Here, sorry. Here's where sorry. it came from. Where it really came from was I work for a local government. Mm-hmm. And the fear within me that oh, anybody fired. that anybody in the social world would could associate, associate you with me anything with that, one right. position or another, you'd have to divorce your wife in order to keep your job. Huh. Well, that's an <laughs> option. No, I just think I. It, so it really came out of this place of I don't want anybody to publicly have this ability to take a look at where we sit one way or the mm-hmm. other, not only because of my job, but also do we really want to draw attention to where we live yeah. as being on one one side of the road or the mm-hmm. other? Yep. And that's a real paranoia. I mean, that's really born out of this but, paranoia, anxiety position. But paranoia... Will destroy you. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I, I see what you... People look at paranoia as a negative thing, but like they say, it's not paranoia if they really are out to get you. And the truth is, like, um, my sister- It's not a a theory. It's just a conspiracy. (laughs) My sister-in-law, I I come on my wife's side of family. They can be, uh, they get along. No, I mean, nobody nobody will uh, be rude to anybody else. Are they Minnesota nice? Like the yeah, passi- they're Minnesota. The passive, passive aggressive yeah. Minnesota nice? Okay. Yeah. But my sister-in-law. Is that why she still hasn't put, filed divorce? Uh, I'm counting on it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Bless their heart. Yeah. I But my sister-in-law put something on there about masks or something. Again, oh, yeah, wearing masks, stupid, or something mm-hmm. like that. And all of the nieces and nephews, except a couple, just turned and attacked her on Facebook because they are um oh you're children. killing people yeah you know but they're in their 20s and 30s mm-hmm. and so she she went silent she she cut off I mean she she she's no longer on Facebook because of these pretentious little adult children um and <laughs> I was thinking something else to yeah, say but I mean, that's okay yeah but if you were to me <laughs> yeah. and then after that, they started with all BLM garbage mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, um, but anyways, um, so anybody who sees that knows that you have one or two, one of two options. If I want to have a relationship with these these uh, brain dead adolescent adult children, yeah, adult children, um, I have to. Just I either have to agree with them or not say anything at all, mm. or the other option is roll up my sleeves and and go to work and fight them. And but on Facebook, that's not going to work. But and but, even if you try to do it in person, where are you go? What are you going to do? Bring up facts? <laughs> yeah, I know. That, Talk rationally. <laughs> right. That, that because that, it becomes an emotional argument. Yeah, that that's the thing. So if I want to have any relationship with that side of the family, I can't do that, and I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do what they did um, because they could have said uh, – they could have messaged her privately 
and said, hey, I disagree with this, you know, consider other people, whatever. They could have had a conversation, but they didn't do that. No, it's a moral self-license. Yes, it's uh, virtue by, by, signaling yeah, virtue and all, si- by all the them rest of that. putting their right woke opinion out there. Yeah, getting, exactly. Getting that <laughs> dumb, opinion. the dumb, dumb, uneducated conservative. I saw a great sign but the other day. But everybody who is not does not have that temperament and doesn't want to go and fight everybody, mm-hmm. especially if you're not a progressive left or you're not one of these brain dead. Uh, uh, adult children, you are going to keep your mouth shut and you're not going to say anything until you get into that voting booth and then it'll be different. I think that Go ahead. David's exercising some microaggressions that we need to discuss. No, it's it's not micro. It ain't micro. <laughs> no. That's a macroaggression right there. I saw a sign the other day that just, I, I couldn't, it, it was almost comical. It said, unify... Don't divide. Vote for Biden. <laughs> and and see, that's the thing. I don't know of, I, and I I work with some guys that that like to fight on Facebook, and there's just one the of them. Goofiest thing. Th- there's <laughs> one of like them to do it? that just fighting on Facebook mm-hmm. that doesn't doesn't mind doing it. But the vast majority, I haven't seen even the smallest percentage of conservatives doing what the liberals are doing. So that's, that is a total pot calling the kettle black, mm-hmm. you know, is it or African American. Sorry. <laughs> what if they're, what if they're, what if they're Bermuda? Then they're not African American. They're Berm- Bermudan. Well, you go back far enough. What is that? What is a Bermudan? Bayesian. Did you ever know that? Did you know that? Are you somebody, having a stroke right now? <laughs> what in the world's going on? I don't know what's happening. Somebody here. from Bermuda is not Bermudan. They're Bayesian. Huh. Did you know that? No, I didn't. And I'm not sure you do either. I'm, gonna, I'm an excellent driver on Sundays. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Do Do conservative people not argue... Because they recognize it's a it's a waste of time. No, it's because they're uneducated dolts. Conservatives? Well, according to the left, they are. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, but there's enough conservatives that argue. I you mean, know they what do. my oh, opinion yeah, is. Are. This is my opinion. I so really, you're going to tell is, us. Is that what opinion? this is? Yeah. Your opinion? <laughs> if you're a progressive, or you're very far on the left, I don't like the term progressive. Okay, because, because that implies that they are progressing in the right direction. Okay, so if so you're a Marxist, re- regressive <laughs> Marxist. <laughs> if you're if you're uh, a Marxist man child, but isn't that so self righteous? We're progressive. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Does that mm-hmm. imply that everybody else is regressive? Okay. No. Yeah. It, so it if does imply. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. That's right. Um, there's not many progressives or Marxists, or whatever you want to call them, <laughs> or extremely liberal people that um, have an active, strong relationship with God who uh, believes in absolute right and wrong. I think that's well because I think absolutely clear. Because isn't that the My Truth movement? Yeah. Okay. So, that being said, they have to find everybody... God, uh, we were made to worship. 
We were created to worship. I think that's evident whether you, whether an individual believes in the same God that we believe in. And that's my point about the progressives. Because there's... They're filling it with politics. Yeah. Every other people group that have existed in history have worshipped something. Yes. So they're filling it with politics, and conservatives tend to be more religiously inclined, believe in right and wrong. Um, And so they're not going to necessarily... uh, uh, they're going to be more um, civil. I think I'm not going to disagree. Before I let this thought disappear, though, go ahead. I think that one that is one of the brilliant reasons why ACB worked so well as a as a candidate, as a Supreme Court nominee, is because of her staunch Christian or. Catholic, Catholic loyalty, it made it very difficult for some of the Democrat leaders that were that have also tried to maintain that same maintain kind of loyalty. that same loyalty to Catholicism mm-hmm. as a method of uh, holding on to this Christian base. It made it very difficult for them to actually hold that against her. Right. I think it was now. I don't know if that was a very intentional move. That that if Trump picked her and knowing that they wouldn't be able to pick apart her, her Catholicism, they had um, nothing on her. Nothing. Some I didn't watch all of the hearings. You probably did, you weirdo. But no. um, some of the pieces that I did watch after the fact, she's. I believe that she is going to be a very neutral of course she's going to be more conservative leaning but I think that as justices go I think that she's going to be very similar to Kavanaugh in where she's not going to be a conservative puppet I think she's really going to work very hard to interpret the law based off of what the black and white says And I think Kavanaugh has done that, and sometimes there's been some surprises where he didn't lean in the direction that Trump would have wanted him to lean. And conservative might not be the right term. What is uh, a constitutionalist or somebody who— An originalist. Yeah, originalist, whatever. I think that was the term that was being used in the hearings, right? Mm -hmm. Originalist? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. We have a couple things that we need to wrap this election pre-election show up. Okay. Who's going to win and by how much? Well, no, not how much. I don't care. No. Who, who's going to win the election for real? David. No, By for real, you mean who's going to be the president in like six months? No. Who, who's going to win t- two days from now, November 3rd? We won't know. Well, I, I, I think we will. I do. Like, I um, I firmly believe that if if this was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, uh, Trump would win by landslide. I don't care about 40. T- t- two days from now, who wins the election? I think we won't know for at least a week afterwards. Okay, who wins then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, because I think that they're going to do fraudulent things left and right. 
so I think there's going to be a lot of ballots that aren't going to be counted that should be counted, and then there's a bunch of them that are going to be counted that shouldn't be counted. So who do you? Uh, so who, you're who will asking, actually who will actually win the election? I think Biden will. I I think Trump will. Interesting. Yeah, and I and the reason I think that is I'm not convinced. I hope I'm I, I'm I'm rooting for you. Yeah, I'm not convinced at this point that enough damage has been done in the United States to degrade the community to the point in which the left can actually move their progression where they want it to fast enough. And I think the powers that be are going to let him win. And I think it's going to be another four years of even more divisiveness. And then there will be a sweep four years from now. And then I think that I think there's going to be a movement to fundamentally change what we look like. So the Constitution will go away at that point. You know, I'm or, going or, or, get or be degraded and torn apart. Yeah, right. I'm I'm going to uh, go back on what I said oh, because I like what he said, and I think that not I don't like it, but I think it sounds he's, plausible. Yeah, I think that's very plausible in I, terms I think, of the long term. Yeah, I I think that the election and Trump winning is going to be used as a mechanism to further divide the country and create more divisiveness, more degrade. The community, that was horrible grammar, yep. but you get my point. I think that's what's going to happen. And I think it's going to cause more unrest, more challenges, and that's going to play better into the hands of allowing the left to be the savior in four years. Yeah, because it, yeah, because in four years they could say, well, the reason we have all these problems is because of Trump. And yeah, but, that uh, but, might be the reason why they have such lousy candidates yeah, on but, the left. But let's just think for a second. Um, one thing Trump has done well is get things done he says he was going to do. It doesn't matter, so, though, because well, the press isn't there for that. Well, no, I understand. But my point is, what are they willing to risk him actually getting more accomplished? Because, I mean, they're losing their minds. But they're absolutely losing their mind that there's a 6-3 court now. It doesn't matter what he accomplishes because the media is going to spin and the left is going to spin it. The civil unrest is going to get greater. So it doesn't matter what he accomplishes. The civil unrest is going and to get greater. And if they can pack the court later, they can overturn these decisions as well. And so, so, you, so you think in the back of their minds that's their, uh, that, that, that's their trump card? <laughs> it's so it's hard. Speak. I think there's a long yeah. game. I do. I, I think You think the Democrats game. have a long game? Yeah. Is that why yeah, they put up just Joe Biden, this useless candidate? I think yeah. so. I do. Well, and George Soros's uh, foundation funding hey, so we many. We're going to <laughs> because it's if like I a frog. I mean, let's be real. I mean, real. Let's be real. I think that if the left wanted to move in the direction of the liberal left, I don't think they would have picked Biden. They would have picked the Grim Reaper because he. The, had, the thing is, there, there's no chance that a crazy far left can even come close. That's I mean, Kamala Harris That's was, sorry, point. Kamala, she dropped out. She was one of the first ones to drop out because she could get nothing but in the presidential thing. That's but my that's point. who they want. That's my point. My point is there's not enough right now to go far left. I think that I think community has to be degraded further and so, give it another four years of civil unrest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what he accomplishes. We're talking about a man that, that has done... For not his presidency, but prior to presidency, 
he acted and worked with African Americans and and promoted black people. I mean, he him and Don King were buddies. <laughs> you talking about Trump? Yeah. Yeah, Trump. But now post election, mm-hmm. he's Mr. Bigot and racist. Well, really? He, he just posted a picture with him and Lil Wayne on the Twitters. Look at okay. Here's a good example. Look at Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent came out and didn't. He doesn't want to be Twenty Cent, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Or Nineteen Cent. But he came out on record and said that he supported he supported the the tax structure of what Trump wanted over what what Biden was presenting. Yeah, and he is getting destroyed because he's a black guy. And how in the world he must? I mean, who Chelsea Handler is that? Who he dated for a while? might have been. I don't. Anyway, it, it was a white I girl. I know who she is. Anyway, she came out and said, I had to call him up. And she said, basically, she would whore herself out to him if he would take that back. He's. She had to remind him that he's black and he can't vote for Trump. And he asked her, have you looked in the mirror lately? It, could, it may not be Chelsea Handler. I'm sorry. I don't okay. remember. Clinton. Maybe not. I don't know. I so I, I believe that Trump is going to win. I believe it is going to cause the country to burn for four years. What do you think? And it doesn't matter what he accomplishes. I think that it's going to be spun to be a negative, and it's going to. And no matter what, we're going to continue to see more protests. The only thing the left, and the, when I say the left, Joe Biden said he was the Democrat Party. So, Joe Biden. But it's the, the, only it's thing, the Harris-Biden ticket, though. Well, according to one of our uh, maybe mutual acquaintances from the town across the lake, um, had a big shirt on that said, I voted. Is that voted. because they are big? No. no or- sorry, I apologize. It says, I voted. And I'll uh, I'll be nice and cover up the face for the for the this. Um, if we can see that, it says I voted Kamala Harris. Oh, and also Joe Biden. So that's actually the the thing that we're doing. The thing you 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 know you know the thing. Come on, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think the only thing that the left, which is Joe Biden has against Trump. The thing they are running on is he has absolutely killed people because he mismanaged, he didn't mandate lockdowns. He mismanaged this pandemic. Okay. Which, which, which makes me want to go, they could manage it better? There's one so thing it, right there, was there their thing? that has really frustrated me with the right and why they didn't capitalize on that. Do you want the president to run the country and dictate to you what you want, to, what he wants to happen or not? This is we a problem. Want, yes. We want national masks, right. but do not give us national right. policing. Correct. This is a problem I have with Donald Trump as president. I don't Junior agree. Or senior? The, the the boss, the president. Okay. I don't believe the Don. I don't believe <laughs> the Don that it is the government's job to mandate anything. Like they want, and he has even said, "Oh, I can force so they these shouldn't states mandate that murder is I illegal." Can for- no, that's a state issue. I can force these. Too, but- well, yeah, but I, I can force 
these governors to do oh, it. So to, when you to say do a government, thing. you mean federal government? Of course I do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. a that's. I, I, I thought I. So sorry. Do you, I thought I said that. Do you bad. think that your governor has the authority to mandate it? I think the governor of a state has just the slightest bit more authority, but no, I don't believe a governor of a state has the authority to tell you or me, you may not go outside. You may not work in your business because we have deemed you non-essential. I heard a commercial on, on the radio a couple days ago. They are now promoting, there, it was a commercial for a thermometer company saying that the best thing that you can do for your family and the community is to take everybody's temperature in your house twice a day. That's a marketing right there. Holy Jeez. buckets. Well, the the whole thing about controlling people, <clears throat> I mean, I I think we're constantly controlled. Look, here's C- my correct. Own. No, we yeah. we are. I mean, we're we think we're told we're free. We're not free. If I don't pay the the fee to put on the front of my car to drive around, they will stop me. And if I continue to do it, they will take my car away. Or if I'm driving around without a seatbelt and they see Correct. it. Correct. If I'm driving around, at least in our state, uh, Jay's and I, my state, uh, talking on a cell phone, mm-hmm. we'll get a ticket. Mm-hmm. So if if that ha- if if they've gotten to the point where they say you have to do certain things and people are okay with it, I don't know why it's like a leap too far to say you have to wear a mask if you're out in the public. But when does I, the I level of hypocrisy stop? When do, when does it then turn into uh we're not going to sell alcohol anymore. We're not going to what how can we how can we say uh legalize marijuana but wear a mask? Oh, I I I yeah. agree. I agree with you. I I'm just saying um a lot of this should have been resolved a long time ago, and it's inevitable we're moving in this direction. You like how I've totally avoided answering the question? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I did notice that, and I was going to. I was going to come back to it. So no, what? I know I'm, I'm going to get there. Who do you think is going to win? But but my point is the only huh? thing that Joe Biden has against Trump that he's campaigning on is that Trump has mismanaged this pandemic, and Trump or and Biden, if he wins. Biden, this virus is going away. It's going to be handled. I mean, just like that. He gets elected, virus is gone. Now, I think it could happen because they could just change all the rules on how you do testing and how you report, and all of a sudden, holy crap, we don't have a problem anymore. I think Donald Trump wins in a landslide because I just don't believe there are enough people who really believe in Joe Biden or in the left that will actually get out and do something about it. Joe Biden and the left have abandoned the black community all day long. They've abandoned them, and those people are waking up. Half of them will probably write in stinking Kanye West's name. If he's not on the ballot, they'll write it in. I gave that some thought. So there's, well, did you listen to him on Rogan last week? (laughs) No. Wow. Did you vote for him because of that? Well, I haven't voted yet. You never know. I'm undecided. He's the one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Crap. Um, so I, I, I just don't see how Donald Trump loses outside of, like you've mentioned, shenanigans 
some sort of, of uh, rigging of it. I just don't see how he loses at all. And, I mean, Biden, he, he can't remember. Heck, is he, who's he going up against? But he, I don't think he, I don't, he introduced Joe who, Kamala you, as what's the, the wife. He's the wife of her or a husband. But it's do crazy. You, do you think that people voting for Joe Biden are voting for Joe Biden? Or do you think no, they they're voting, voting against Donald Trump? Right. Uh, or Mm-mm, it's against Donald Trump. They, they have almost said that explicitly. Do you think that they are? It could have been anybody in the seat. Yes. Yes, I do. And for some reason, they've decided that this old, ill, presumably ill, old guy, who really is being abused, if you think about it, being traipsed out like this, he's being abused. And and it's it's elder abuse, if anything. It is. It is some of what of a wonder to me why they why they chose him. Well, which makes me think, like, why not Warren? Well, why not let Warren go ahead? Because and go Warren forward? or Warren or Sanders may have had a choice or a chance. Sanders would have blown think, Trump out of the water. I think Sanders would have won. Absolutely, yeah. As terrifying as that is, he would have won. He had a cult following. <laughs> he still does. It's crazy. Well, uh, I, I can't say. I don't know that he's, he would have he's won. A, he's a socialist. He says he's a socialist. I'm sure I'm sure he is. But just because he is doesn't mean that that. I don't know if he would have won. But I, I think that he had a better chance of looking intelligent against Trump. But I think Warren had a well, better chance if, of looking intelligent against Trump. The thing is, if you go and go back to the debates, Sanders just ripped Joe apart. If you, I mean, you can find him on YouTube. Go yeah. search for Sanders versus Biden in the debates. He tore him up. Biden had nothing he could say to Bernie Sanders. But for some reason, he is not an acceptable candidate for the left. But Joe Biden is, and Kamala Harris is. I don't understand. But I think that's because Biden will. Biden is more of a puppet than Sanders was. I, I think that was the problem with Sanders is he wasn't kind of like an He's AO- like the Ron Paul of the left. Well, I think very similar to like AOC. Well, to, he's similar think, to Trump in, in that he's not net, he's he's a player because see, he's been in the system AOC, forever. AOC was chosen. She was like one of 10,000 people who put in their mm-hmm. name for that uh, that seat. And uh, Cenk from uh, the, the Young, Young Turks, Turks. Mm-hmm. he's part of this coalition of, of leftists that are behind her becoming, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason she became. Yeah, so, she, she was a nobody, but she yeah, just happened so she's to fit not, the bill. She's just beholden to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I, my point, though, is, so she's young enough that they were able to pull her chain and kind of get her to take a step back a little bit from her radicalness, right? Because she was go she was she was going pretty far well, she off. She still right? is. She is, but she's toned down a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because her chain got yanked and she's being groomed for a further role later. And for what it's worth, I did reach out to her publicist and have heard nothing back yet about getting her on an interview. Hmm. I'm so Maybe. surprised. <laughs> I don't know. Not for this show, of course. Maybe you could Photoshop yourself in some like <laughs> Chagavera <laughs> shirt. Yes, that's and, it. You know. But see, if I just wear my my uh, my bandit mask, then it'll show that I care about people, right? Well, nope. okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I I do think that that Trump wins. Um, I I think if I Biden wins, think what about the Senate? 
I don't think it's going to be a landslide. I think the Senate's going to stay, but they're going to gain traction in the House. You think the Democrats are going to gain House seats? Yeah. How? I think there's enough because because House seats are still localized. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. That's, that's very true. But I think, and of course this is a, my I don't think it'll be a thought. landslide, though. I think that the 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 people in America have been disenfranchised with these lockdowns. I mean, and, and so when you look at the, the really blue cities and the blue states that have had these draconian lockdowns, people are trying to run out as fast as they can. Yeah, They're trying to leave those. So in my even, mind, that changes a little bit the dynamic of those races. I, I think Minnesota is going to be an interesting one because even in Minnesota, um, you have a lot of people that are just exhausted. Yeah. Well, and they we want to be out. Well, they want to be. Everyone was told 15 days. They're tired of the propaganda. This was 15 days to slow the spread. The, Nine months ago. What was that? But Seven months ago. It should have been 30 days. But see, the the problem in, <laughs> <Right>. Minis- <laughs> in Minnesota is that y- you have you have so many of the 20 and 30 year olds that don't have any problem with adult children yeah the adult the man child and the woman child that think that things should get locked down i i don't i don't i don't know what what they're going to do about i don't think that. it'll be a landslide though because i think if it was a landslide in trump's favor um i think it would prove too much to trump's point that the country is not ready the country wants him. <laughs> well, I think it'll be a landslide mm-hmm. the night of the people going to the polls. But then other people have mentioned when you start uh, opening up the absentee votes, that's going to get narrowed. Well, if our mm-hmm. presumption is true that the it, it, that is a, a party line issue where the, the mail-in voters in non-mail-in states are Democrats and the in-person voters, I'm gosh dang it, I'm going to walk there and I'm going to give my vote. They're right. They're, they're the red Republicans. Then, yeah, I think that would make some sense. Assuming that these states have these multiple days that they get to extend their accepting of ballots. I don't know. I, I just, I, I think that it's going to be close. I I think that it's going to be contentious. But I think that Trump is going to win. Chuck Todd said there is a, he sees a chance for Biden to get Don't over. Trust somebody with two first names. Over yeah. four hundred electoral votes, electoral college votes. Trump, yeah, yeah. Biden, I, Biden, getting that many? How no, many? Over so. four hundred. Ah, whatever. I don't think so. <laughs> but so, but but this is the delusion of the media. Yeah, but is he deluded or is Chuck he just? Todd? Oh, of course he is. He lives in the tiniest little bubble. Well, I know, I know. But on the other hand, he has to come out and whatever his overlord tells him to say, he's going to say. No, he is a journalist. He is not owned. He's okay? a whore. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and all of them. Uh, yeah. I don't know how anybody can trust anything anybody says in the news media in terms of the Science. news anchors and all Science. that stuff. Well, since 
Alan does interviews, isn't he? News media? Yeah, I don't no. trust him. I don't either. Yeah. Have you seen him lately? Yeah. No. <laughs> Have uh He he didn't even show up. He, he He's he's supposedly calling in, but for all I know it's AI. He's probably in it's a, a deep fake Gitmo. Deep fake. <laughs> um Okay, so our consensus is Trump wins. Yeah. I think by a bigger margin than you two do. Mm-hmm. I um, think it'll be contentious. And, and well, I, I do think it'll be contentious. And I think that no matter the outcome, and especially if Trump does win and it's legitimate, like he, he is inaugurated, um, there will be blood in the streets. Because I, I think the left I is so hateful. I mean, when he won in 2016... The 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 nice switch got turned off and thrown away, and they instantly became vitriolic and hateful. And it it was an acceptable thing. Now, if you voted I think for I, Trump, I yeah, you I, got to be de- demonized by everyone that didn't. So, do you think the Senate or House will flip? I, I don't, and I do kind of think that when we have these these polls, and they've they've kind of laid this out on no agenda quite a bit is the idea these polling always gets close at the end because that's when the media buys happen. you got to buy more ads. Well, in 16, Trump, did. he said, forget you. He didn't spend the money that they all wanted him to spend or you know they needed him to spend. The only people that benefit from a presidential campaign that's actually close is the media. media. So they're absolutely going to make these polls go, oh, oh, Biden's killing him. Wait a second. In Iowa, Trump is up. Oh, and the local people are up in Iowa, too. I heard today at church this morning, someone was saying, oh, yeah, it's looking good. It's looking like Trump's going to take Iowa now. Holy cow, you guys are just blind little sheep. That just Trump's what, going to take Iowa? Yeah. <laughs> because the, the poll now is out that he's up. He's up in Iowa. Oh, I see. Yep. He, he, oh, he's I up see. in Iowa. But he's going to lose Texas. <laughs> no way. <laughs> the, Texas is going to flip. I heard th- there's talk Austin will turn red. <laughs> That'd be wild. I think it'd be nuts if Minnesota flipped fully. Oh yeah, I and don't. Might. I I I don't. I think it'll be close, like it was in '16. But I I think there are too many in the greater metro area. Uh, yes, but we have to remember George Floyd and the aftermath of that, and the aftermath of people fed up with comrade walls a a friend of mine is a business owner closer to the cities um we work in the same industry he said he works with lots of schools at that level he said he's he's heard so many you know back you know secret behind the off the record talks that people are fed up with tim walls they are sick and tired of him well and and what he's done i've heard some interesting kind of conversations also of people being pretty frustrated with Minneapolis City Council flip-flopping on the whole defend, defund, <laughs> mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. it is, the police, the uh, similar in the Seattle area too. Oh yeah. You know, my wife has some family in the Seattle area and I guess that there's under grumblings about how Seattle handled mm-hmm. their autonomous zone or whatever that was and yeah. the frustration of cities and the city businesses uh, really folding because mm-hmm. of what happened. Yeah. Well, and and the the small business world. I mean, th- the way you force Main Street to to die, especially in a rural setting, 
is you stop them from being able to run. Well, in most of these states, all small business essentially got shut down during this. And, you know, oh, we opened them back up. And man, and now the thing is, you know, if you want your friend's business to stay open, you better obey our orders. Because if you don't obey and we can't flatten this curve, which we've been flattening the curve for six months, then they're going to close down. It's your fault. It's going to be your fault. It's November. Thanksgiving happens in November. Have you guys seen the latest from California about <laughs> gatherings in November? Oh. No. <laughs> Gavin Newsom is a, a fool. He must be. Uh, all persons planning to host or participate in private gatherings as defined above, uh, which above the guidance provided an update um, for Californians to gather outside their household and replaces the prior gatherings guidance issued on September 12th um, and March 16. It applies to private gatherings and all other ga gatherings not covered by existing sector guidance are prohibited. Gatherings are defined as social situations that bring together people from different households at the same time in a single space or place. When people from different households mix... This increases the risk of transmission of COVID-19. All right. So, attendance. There's four Ten. points. Four? Four points here? Sorry, seven. Uh, attendance. Gatherings that include more than three households are prohibited. This includes everyone present, including hosts and guests. Remember, the smaller the number of people, the safer. What if it's three single people from three different apartments? Eh, wrong. Keep the households that you interact with stable over time. By spending time with the same people, risk of transmission is reduced. Participating in multiple gatherings with different households or groups is strongly discouraged. The host should collect names of all attendees and contact info in case contact tracing is needed oh. later. Then number two, gather outdoors. Gatherings that occur outside outdoors are significantly safer than indoor gatherings. All gatherings must be held outside. Attendees may go inside to use restrooms as long as the restrooms are frequently sanitized. Gatherings may occur in outdoor spaces that are covered that by umbrellas. Staffer, that staffer's going <laughs> to... <laughs> yes. That are covered by umbrellas, canopies, awnings, roofs, or other shade structures provided that at least three sides of the space, or 75%, are open to the outdoors. A gathering of no more than three households is permitted in a public park or outdoor other outdoor space, even if unrelated gatherings of other groups uh, up to three households are also occurring in the same park or other outdoor space. If multiple such gatherings are occurring, mixing between group gatherings is not allowed. So you can't walk across the lawn and talk to those people. Well, this shuts down all the swingers club. <laughs> additionally, additionally, multiple gatherings of three households <laughs> cannot be jointly organized or coordinated to occur in the same public park or other outdoor space at the same time. This would constitute a gathering exceeding the permitted size. I feel like so we're you in can't, Twilight it, Zone. This is real, and, that, and this is actually from the California page. Three, don't attend gatherings if you feel sick or you are in a high-risk group. So if you're old, don't even come. Don't bother coming, Grandma. 
No, no Thanksgiving for you. Uh, I'm not going to read details of that because it's stupid. Um, oh, except this. It's in bold. Anyone with any COVID-19-like symptoms. <laughs> so, he, oh, geez. Here are the like the symptoms they list. If you have any of this in bold, you must stay home and not come into contact with anyone outside their household. We're letting everybody come over, but they just have to agree to a rectal thermometer <laughs> twice while they're there. Twice, right? Yeah. Uh, if you have fever, cough, shortness That's of breath. Kind of if there's a guy who's like, no, check it again, you ask him to leave. <laughs> Only twice. Kind of cut down on the number of guests, though. Shortness yeah. of breath. So you can't have the local Thanksgiving football game because you're all going to be short of breath. Night sweats, sore throat, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, tiredness, muscle Night or body sweats. aches. That's every menopausal woman that's on the planet. Sorry. Headaches, confusion, or loss of sense that was of taste. Gender insensitive. Or smell. Uh, ooh, so and- if you used to smell, but you don't smell no more. That's right. All right, number four, practice physical distancing and hand hygiene at gatherings. So you got to wash your hands? Apparently, yep. Mm-hmm. Seating hey, must. remind me again. Yeah, what? Who won <laughs> World War II? Who won the Cold War? <laughs> I'm smelling freedom dying. I have to wash my hands. Everyone at a gathering should frequently wash their hands with soap and water. No! Seating must provide at least six feet of distance in all directions, front to back, side to side, between different households. Uh, Number five, wear a face covering to keep COVID-19 from spreading. What is the penalty? Well, I... uh, And who gets it? You will die. Is it the... I I don't know. hosting it? You will die. mm. The penalty is death. Death? Oh, all right. Um, when gathering, face coverings must be worn in accordance with the CDPH guidance on the use of face coverings. Wasn't it California that recently said if you're going to go out to eat, you have to cover your yeah, face between in bites. between bites? Yes, yes. It was suggested. It wasn't a mandate. Unless an exemption is applicable, people at gatherings may remove their face coverings briefly to eat or drink as long as they stay at least six feet away from everyone outside their own household. So what if you uh, have had it? Do these things still apply to you? You can get it twice now. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, They've determined that. (laughs) That who can get it twice. Right, we're here. You can get it twice now. Who can get it twice? Anybody that's had it once can get it twice. So then there should be hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of people who've gotten it twice. It's possible. So is getting hit by a meteorite, but that doesn't mean that or you don't go outside. Twice. Yeah. Possible. <clears throat> They've okay. determined this. Number six. You're still going. <laughs> Keep it short. Gathering should be two hours or less. The longer the duration, the risk of transmission increases. But the football game is four hours. There you have it. Go home and watch it, slave. Uh, or don't, well, yeah. Number seven. Rules for singing, chanting, and shouting at outdoor gatherings. I just, ready for this? I just got this text. Hey, they're starting to close things down again. I think if Biden wins, we're going to have to quarantine again. A friend of mine went to the store tonight, and they said people are starting to stock up. Maybe we should grab more toilet paper tomorrow. Was that for real? Yeah. I heard yesterday that... Uh, a local person I talked to yesterday said they heard from someone in Minnesota that a new shutdown is coming in Minnesota this week. 
It'll be after the polls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Rules for singing, chanting, and shouting. Oh, okay. You got to stop. You just have to stop. Come on. This, this is the end. This, we don't live in California. No, but th- this, okay, this yeah, is America. This is the end, all right. This is America. It is not. It's California. It's going to be if Joe Biden wins. Singing, chanting, and shouting, and fi- oh, and physical exertion. Chanting. Sig- um, well, there goes the chicken. <laughs> significantly sacrifice. increases the risk of COVID nineteen because these activities increase. Who cares? All people who are singing or chanting should wear a face covering at all times while singing or what? chanting. Is what he laying about the ground? Humming? Is what he- about humming? <laughs> Is he laying the groundwork to close churches again? He always it, had a great hum. Yes, yes. Uh, no, it, it gets better though. What if I whistle? What about whistling? Kazoo. Uh, uh, in, uh, all people, let's see, face co- uh, should wear face coverings at all times while singing or chanting, including anyone who's leading a song or chant. Because these activities pose a very high risk of, ni- of COVID-19 transmission. Is this a uh, common family thing to get together at and Thanksgiving sing, and sing and chant? Apparently. <laughs> people who are singing, shouting. You cha- haven't come no, to my shout- place. No, it's football. You're yelling at the TV. Or these big Italian families that yell at the table. Not in California. Just That's yell New at York. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Be- uh, let's see. People who are singing, shouting, chanting, or exercising are strongly encouraged to maintain physical distancing beyond six feet there to goes, further reduce the risk. What is that? What do they call that? The Thanksgiving Day family football game? Yeah, it's gone. I know. What is yeah. that called? Uh, Thanksgiving family football. I don't know what it's called. Doesn't it have a? Isn't there the like backyard? F- I don't know. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. What, I didn't know it was a thing other than it's like a thing. The family members playing football against each other <laughs> on Thanksgiving. That's like a tradition. The that Thanksgiving some people... Day football game. Well, it's a tradition to like, I don't know, do a lot of things. <laughs> That failed. Yeah. That I, well, no. That no. That no, I was work. successful not saying what I was thinking. <laughs> so I did not fail. I actually succeeded. I saw if the I smoke. I saw the smoke. If I would have said completely what I was inappropriate thinking, was getting ready to then I would have failed. Oh, man. All right. Last thing on this. People who are singing or chanting are strongly encouraged to do so quietly. Where in the... I, 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 I'm still completely thrown off by the chanting getting thrown in. Yeah. It's got to be Is for religious thing? purposes. It must be. Chanting? Well, maybe you chant around the dinner table. To, oh, I know what it is. It's all the, uh, the, the Church of Satan people. The chicken sacrifices? You can't <laughs> yes. chant? Yeah. <gasps> Bohemian Grove, where's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> That'd be interesting to see if they don't close that sucker Ooh. down, because that's a lot of old people. <laughs> yes, it is, and, and it's outside and from more than three families. Unlo- oh, maybe not. And there's more than chanting getting done there, if you know what I'm talking about. There are here. chickens. Um, and <sighs> did you just say choking chickens? <laughs> oh no! Okay, no. <laughs> no, I was like, what? I That's horrible. The I can't believe home. you said that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> instrumental music is allowed as long as the musicians maintain at least six foot physical distancing and musicians must be from one of the three households. What? 
playing of wind instruments. I was going to ask about is that. strongly discouraged. What about uh, uh, breaking wind? <laughs> I, beans, beans, I can't the know the answer fruit. to that. <laughs> well, if you've lost your sense of smell. Anyways, keep going. Well, no, that don't was keep it. Going. I, I'm actually yeah, no. That, that was <laughs> it. Um, I'm just trying to scan this and see if there's a, a an enforcement or a penalty section, but I don't see that. What if we meet the week before Thanksgiving for just a regular? No, no. This, this does not mention Thanksgiving specifically. It's, it's just, just any gathering. gathering. All gatherings must be outside only. Apparently, and, and if it's more than three households, is prohibited. I want to I, I want to see the the no victory without sacrifice people like all collectively get together on Mount Shasta and have like a mass death because they are following his orders on Shasta and they freeze to death. Hmm. Cuz like these orders sound wonderful for, you know, Sacramento, LA, the Bay Area. But what about the people in Shasta? Mhm. And they die because of him. Right. Because then they're that stupid, is that no victory without sacrifice? Right, right. Anyway, <laughs> so that I I think this is America. I think this is the, the, the it, we have a choice in this election. We can have that kind of thinking that comes out of California. It's it's all over Michigan. It's all over Minnesota. It's all over Oregon. It's all over New York. Oh my goodness, New York now. Mandatory testing if you come in, if you're a non New Yorker. Mandatory testing. Man, that's got to be rough for all the Jerseyites that travel. Oh, New Jersey's exempted. Oh. Them dirty New Jersey. Pretty sure. (laughs) What about Connecticut? What about because that's close? <clears throat> there were a couple states because they're close and people commute to work. The commuters. Yeah, I'm sure Pennsylvania would be because didn't Biden live in Scranton until he was seven? Yeah, that borders. <laughs> oh man. Um, I was looking for that because I thought I saw that list here. Where was it? About that. About that. Be committed. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just pretty. It's getting pretty I, I, insane. I, I will be surprised if if Trump loses. I guess is the best way to end it. I, I'll be surprised. So, um, I don't know. But I think if he went, if if my theory holds true, but my theory is that he wins because the country has to continue to be under protest, then I think, at a minimum. The Senate has to stay Republican in in order to keep that tension. Yes, because you can't have you can't have a Democrat Congress on both sides mm-hmm. because then they can pass stuff without him. Mm-hmm. I think there has to be that tension between the two. Also, houses. in imp- impeaching him and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, I think there. Ha- I think you keep the Senate. The House stays where it is, and it just becomes more civil unrest for the next four years, and mm-hmm. it will just be the issues may change. Yeah. They probably won't, though. <clears throat> so you think we're still going to be arguing about masks in four years? Yeah, I do. I, do. I don't. No? You you think it'll just be across the board, everyone will wear them? 
No, I think they'll come up with some kind of vaccine, mandatory mm. vaccine thing that I think Trump would absolutely support. Well, he sounds like he will. And see, that's yeah. the other thing that makes me a mad mandatory? about him. Yeah. How do you enforce I mean, that? Well, well you by can't. mandatory, like if you want to fly, you oh have right, a vaccine. you got to yes, yep. If you want to do anything in public, or you have to wear a mask, mm-hmm. or maybe even. Uh, so let me ask you this: If the choice was, you don't travel. If you don't travel, <laughs> if you traveled, so there's no choice there. <laughs> if you traveled, would you? If the choice was, you wear a mask. Or you get a vaccine. What do you do? I'd would, wear a mask. Yeah. So would I. Mm-hmm. But uh, the mask what? resembles a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're in the luggage hold. Uh, but what about uh, uh, maybe your tech? I don't know. Some other more odious negative repercussion if you don't take the vaccine i could see some i I could see some locations states airlines countries i could see countries or states airlines airlines have already started that like delta if you refuse to wear a mask you may not fly on their airline ever again i think americans again yeah yeah, you're on a no-fly list yeah the guy who shot osama bin laden (laughs) he got banned because he didn't wear a, a mask on it it, and pres- it's a uh, lifetime presumably, ban? Presumably, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. Lifetime ban. As far as I know, yeah. it's a no-fly list that they're creating. If you do, if you refuse to wear a mask the way they say it, you will be, you will be removed and put on a no-fly list with them, and you will not be able to buy a ticket. See, and I guess I, I don't agree that there needs to be mandates. But you're thinking it's not the government. It You could potentially go to American Airlines or some other one. If a company wants to do that, who you know, let them do it. Yeah, but, but the thing is, they're all gonna—they're all in cahoots because they're—they're all playing the same game, and so they're—they're they're not gonna run different rules because it's—they're gonna be demonized. But they're like gonna a be lifetime ban might not be. They might say we're gonna kick you off. Well, but the, then the, you the story that on. I read earlier in the week said they weren't sharing the list between airline carriers yet. How long <laughs> until that? <laughs> Man, I don't know. And, and how long until a government who says, here's a whole pile of cash that we're going to give you to help you because you're really suffering, um, but in order for you to get it, you have to mandate these things. Or uh, insurance companies, health insurance oh, totally. companies yep. say, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to be insured, you have mm-hmm. to take a vaccine. Yep. Boy, I think we're too far from that because we don't have that now. And there's some pretty there's some pretty healthy risks out there now for... <laughs> for not being vaccinated, supposedly. Well, there is no... I could be wrong. I don't... I've not heard of an RNA vaccine that has ever worked. And that's the kind of vaccine they're trying to make for this thing. There's no vaccine for the common cold. What was that? Was that a dinosaur? Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no... you know. So, So, what is the point? Of trying control. to, I think so. I absolutely think it's a control problem, and and these governors, especially the left, 
I don't think it's got their be hands, mandatory. but they just got their hands on more power than they ever thought they could. Well, I don't think it needs to be mandatory. I'd, I'd argue that, and I would uh, say, well, no, oh, but okay, mandatory. does social media force it then? I think that there become. I think it becomes very similar to now. If you're an anti-vaxer now, there's almost a shame in being an anti-vaxer. So I, I think there will be enough people that will get vaccines that. To not get a vaccine, there would be shame to that. Like, I don't get a flu vaccine. But, but there's a I shame get, in that, I don't really. Get a, I don't get a flu but vaccine. Schools, no, there is a shame in not getting a flu vaccine. Uh, but not, schools not nearly. expected. Well, but schools might not allow kids in who haven't been vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that will happen. Okay. That will happen yeah. instantly. Yeah. All right. I could see. Yeah, that makes some sense. I can <clears> see that. <throat> I, for, I forget the school side because my kids are not in school anymore. But I could see something like that. Schools. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and that is the the school mandate is really the only way that the government has figured out a way to force vaccines. So do we continue on the trend of more? So you now here's one of the here's one of the challenges that I can see happening with um, with the left agenda is there are a lot of parents that are. Not necessarily left-leaning, but I wouldn't say have supported the conservative side their whole life, are starting to realize distance learning could work. Mm-hmm. Homeschooling's not quite that bad of a thing. But the governments can't handle that. Well, that's my point, though. Mm-hmm. But it's happened enough, and there have been some opportunity schools that have popped up to be online accredited schools for your mm-hmm. high schoolers. Yep. So can you see some... Can you see enough people saying, all right, fine, kids are going to go to online school? Yes, except sports. But you, Because when they oh. do that, they can't play sports. And these parents who live vicariously yes, through their children, can. no, they can't. Why? Right now I in Minnesota, know. homeschoolers, you're but, required to open your kids to sports. But what about a single mother who works during the day and doesn't yeah, want I, their kids? I agree with that. Well, that's the bigger problem is that this shutdown and this not being able to go to school and have to go to school thing has exposed, in my opinion, the fact that schooling in America is, first of all, daycare. Yeah. And secondly, education. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Because there are entire districts, some close to where I work and live. The school districts Mm -hmm. have closed the building, but the daycares have opened. (laughs) <laughs> so the kids go to daycare yep. and do their distance learning from mm-hmm. daycare. Now, how is that solving the problem? How's yeah. that stopping the spread? And they probably got some sort of help with the uh, internet access at this daycare to help some cover of it. them. I do know if some of them at have because the schools have reached out to provide internet mm-hmm. access to the daycare. Because I know I saw that headline in South Dakota recently that that there was an announcement from uh, the governor that they were going to roll out this new K twelve. Uh, free internet access thing if you qualify. You sounded like Jiminy Click <laughs> there a second. No. Yeah, you so don't. tell us, <laughs> when did you start hating the government? <laughs> I got to wrap this up. Uh, we do too. It's late. All right. So um, do all your, and hopefully whoever will listen to this will listen before Tuesday. Uh, vote. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. We believe that Trump's going to win because we don't think Biden can do it. <laughs> or the powers that be won't allow him to do it. Because Their they need, vision they, for America is different than ours. So. <clears throat> well, this is true, without doubt. Um, 
I am just grateful that at the moment I live across the border in South Dakota because I do think that has been great. Um, our business has been pretty hit from other states because I do business from other states. I've, my vendors are over there. So I've actually lost the ability to get certain things because their governors have shut them down. My wife bought something online the other day, a pair of shoes, didn't fit. So she took them back to the store. So when she took them back to the store, the store said, well, we can take the shoes, but not the box because of COVID. So she had to like remove, she had to, like she had to go home with the box. box? Or, no, or the, kept, the mailer no, box? No, they kept the shoe box, but not the mailer box because of COVID. She should have just walked and left it by the door. What are they going to do? It's, it's well, then that's insane. littering. <laughs> that's a dumb rule. Yes. Yes. That's well, paranoia. Well, here's the other thing that's dumb is I can't try a, cloth, a, a clothing article on and, in a store. And some places won't take clothing items back yet. Oh. There is that, too. Oh, most of them are, though. And that's what's dumb. No, they you can't now? try it on here. Take it home and then bring it back. What, are you kidding? That's the worst thing we want because then it's going to be totally contaminated in my house. It's stupid. Maybe retailers are banking on the fact that it's too much of a hassle for you to return. I it, so bet you'll just that keep is it. a lot. I do. I absolutely think that's a big deal. I do. All right. This is the David Allen Show, davidallenshow.com. We do, I think, if I. Um, did it right we do have a donate button if you go to davidallenshow.com and click on the latest episode i think there's a donate button there so if you care about us and want to send us anything you certainly can uh, otherwise just tell all your friends to listen and someday watch <laughs> uh, any last thoughts there old davy uh i got nothing nothing really all that for nothing huh <laughs> yeah yeah all that for nothing all of it for nothing <laughs> Jay, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thank fun. you, Jay. Absolutely. Use common sense. So, uh, who knows? We might end up doing some weird live stream uh, show during the election. I doubt it because we don't, th these two don't think we're actually going to know anything that night. But I don't I, know I, how, I, I guess I don't know how we can because there's enough states that are key states. The that Democrats have hired 600 attorneys across the nation to contest, you know, votes. So, there's no possible way we're going to know. I just, I don't think we will. I really don't. Mm. All right. Well, this has been an episode for sure. We'll yes. do it again. Yes. DavidAllenShow.com. Have a great day. DavidAllenShow at gmail.com if you want to send any a, a, a message to us of encouragement. Only. <laughs> Have a great time. Thanks for listening. Toodles. Uh, do come back again. Won't you?